Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you had a great holiday weekend. Can't wait to get back to my boys. What's going on, y'all? Good, Ryan, man. how we doing? Surviving. Sean came back, so you know he didn't win big. No, I didn't. I got tore up pretty bad. Even California <laughs> still got tore up. Man. Had no mercy for us. Really? Ah, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, you going to tell us all about that trip? Because apparently Fort Wayne, we lived in the past. We are. <laughs> I thought we was doing something when we had electric scooters. <laughs> yeah, they got plenty of those. Yeah. Oh, they just got that like it's nothing? Oh, man. You, people riding around electric bikes, just chilling, just riding around. I know. We just got that this year, right? Oh, man, they got little kids going to school with electric bikes. Damn. Uh, damn, going 100 miles an hour in fifth grade. <laughs> shit, man. They got you on hills. You can't, you can't ride a regular bike up that shit. You yeah. Yeah. Well, one day I'll check out California and see what it's all about. Give it a try, man. Enjoy it. The only time I was ever going to go to California is to go see a Laker game. But since Kobe, you know, retired and right. passed away, I have no reason to ever go to California now. LeBron right. is getting ready to leave, so yeah. thank God for that. We were uh, 55 miles from LA and 60 from San Diego, so we were right between both major cities. So pretty good, pretty cool. But there's no like plain area to look at. Like there's always something to see. You know, here you see corn and trees and fields. It's yeah. always the ocean or mountain, ocean or mountains. That's Why you does see. Indiana always get reduced down to we just have corn? Right. <laughs> that makes it sound like, so terrible. That is not that bad. But when you see something you haven't seen in a, a lot of, I've been to California. This is my third time, but I haven't been to this south of California. It's just different, you know, just different lifestyle. Definitely got to be rich for sure. Yeah, well, rich or you got to yeah. set some money aside and have like a really good weekend. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Ron, how you been doing this week, man? Everything all right? Life's still kicking your ass, or you been kicking the life's ass back? Uh, life's been kicking my ass really hard. <laughs> yes, life is Bruce Lee right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm an extra in the background of a movie. An extra in the background of an action movie, getting his ass kicked. Thrown through a window. Oh, yes. I don't know why that was so funny. He said life is Bruce Lee. <laughs> like, life is like Tupac and handcuffs. Like, he's kicking the shit out of you. All right, I got it. Um, I, I had a pretty good weekend. Like, camping is... Is becoming more and more tolerable as time goes on. I'm finding little things to upgrade my lifestyle when it goes to camping. Like, for one, I have to make sure I had a decent tent. If my wife wants to sleep in a tent, all right, it's going to be a comfortable one that I can stand up in and everything. And two, I invested some money and got myself a portable air conditioner. That that is a game changer right there. That's going to change my attitude completely when it comes to, like, those July campouts. Because that's when the heat is getting ready to make you want to turn into a monster. You don't want to be outside. You just start yelling at people for no reason. The ice just won't hold up enough. It's, oh, camping can be very stressful, but at the same time, it can be very peaceful. When the sun goes down and you're just looking out at the lake and everything, the kids play, man, it is a beautiful scenery out there to go camping. I didn't I didn't really fish. I don't really care to go fishing. I was like, when I go fishing with y'all, I'll fish, but when I'm out there camping with them, I'm just playing with my niece and nephew, and I'm just pretty much just eating and watching the sunset. So for the most part, it is it was a beautiful time, nice little holiday weekend once again. Thank you, everybody, you know, for your service, all you guys out there celebrating Memorial Day weekend. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, we have some pretty good movies, some pretty good shows to go over. I watched what I could. I watched a couple of things on the plane, and I actually went and saw some ridiculous stuff in a theater out there. So I got a couple of things we can Looking go forward to hearing that. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. Now, who got their standing ovation ready to go? Yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, okay. it appreciate, out, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Speaking of knocking it out. <laughs> I don't even like how you led with that. Yeah. Right, speaking of that. You out of pocket already. My beloved Buffalo Bills. Um, damn, it is too damn early in the year to start talking football. Uh, not according to Sports Center okay. or, or, or Twitter. Uh, our franchise quarterback recently uh, started dating an actress. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Who's he dating? Josh Allen. Uh, 
Haley Steinfeld. Really? Uh, the new Hawkeye. The, the new Hawkeye, yes. I ain't mad at that. I'm not mad at all those. But his, I, I, she's fine, but his last girl was super fine. Yeah, so. Was I, she somebody famous? No. I don't. I have no all. idea who these quarterbacks be dating now. So I'm really a little care. little worried about that, that he's uh, getting caught up in the in the fame train. I, yeah, I, just focus on football. You should be. I, I didn't. I'm a little scared to see he's dating a celebrity, but um, not like he dating Jessica Simpson. Not at you know all. She's not. She's not. Tony Romo never recovered from that. <laughs> and he Man, did we, not. We had some rough not. years after that. Oh, Lord, I'll take rough. Romo over J.P. Lossman or Trent Edwards. You probably don't even know who those quarterbacks are, but yeah, they both got three or four year deals in Buffalo, and yeah, they shouldn't even be in the same breath as Tony Romo. So the Cowboys are going to be just fine. But please. Uh, Satisfy and be a good girl and put up with his BS because I need a good season from Buffalo this year. But salute to Haley Steinfeld. Uh, she will be playing Gwen Stacy or Spider Gwen in uh, this weekend's Spider Man Cross Spider Verse. Looking forward to it. Oh, my most anticipated of the year. I can't believe this day is actually upon us. It was supposed to come out last. This October. is your most anticipated over Oppenheimer? Over Oppenheimer. I don't know why Oppenheimer over is. It looks better and better every time I keep watching it. I saw trailer. a trailer for that, too. That looks really good. It's going to be amazing. Right? It, yeah, that movie should be amazing. But uh, it's the unknown. So Oppenheimer is not a sequel to one of my favorite movies of all time, which can cause a little worry because there's almost no, I don't think there's any way you can even come close to that original Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. But uh, we'll see. That review embargo Drops tomorrow, so there's a, a reactions online right now for the new Spider-Man movie, and most reactions for any movie, even Fast Ten, people are saying it's good. But some of these have been out of control. There's been some people saying this is my favorite movie of all time, best animated movie of all time, better than the original. Some people saying it's not as good as the original, but we'll see when the reviews embargo drops. We'll get, we'll get, we'll see, but it's so, so far so good. And I really wanted to highlight her because of that movie and another classic that came out in 2010 by the name of True Grit, which he actually got nominated for an Academy Award for back in 2010, uh, Traveling the Old West with Jeff Bridges, a movie directed by the my beloved Coen brothers of Fargo and Big Lebowski fame. True Grit is a must-watch. Uh, she was in Pitch Perfect 2 or 3, apparently, and never gave any... Of those movies, a chance she was in the ones that weren't good. She wasn't in the first one, really. I, the second one was like, eh. the third one was like, damn, they really should have stopped. It's kind of like The Hangover. That's saying a lot. Those sequels are terrible. Yeah, the sequels definitely shouldn't have been made. It was mostly a money grab, and that's all what these are. They had like a really good first one. They thought they had lightning in a bottle, and then they tried to make another one, and just it was just like, ugh, they shouldn't have done that. And then they made another one after that. I was like, man, you really shouldn't have done that. So that's exactly what it is. It's, it's a terrible watch, but she wasn't like the horrible part of it. It's just like the storyline just was just so stupid. I didn't like it. I will have to be forced to watch that on a date. Yeah, it better be <laughs> pinochle time afterwards because I have no excitement <laughs> seeing that. Well, why wait afterwards, man? Just do it during the movie. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to be paying attention to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the Netflix and chill, yeah, that usually lasts about 45 minutes to an hour. So finish the movie after that. But, uh, yeah, uh, one of the best sci-fi novels of all time is a book by the name of Ender's Game. And I just happened to see that at the mall one time and grabbed it because the cover was and the synopsis on the back was good. And I read that. And the whole time I was reading it, was like, this movie would be freaking awesome. This was apparently written back in the 80s, and I, I bought it like in the late 90s. 
But Ender's Game, she was in that, playing one of the best characters in that book. Have Harrison you seen Ford. the movie? I have not. Cause it, it the movie like was actually pretty good. Okay, I, I gotta see it just because I don't. Far. I don't know anything about the book because you know I don't care about literature like that. But the movie I thought was actually pretty good. Somebody told me it was a book afterwards, so oh. maybe I'll check to see how close it was to the source material. But the movie was actually pretty good, in my opinion. Yeah, that brought back some good memories. Actually, yeah, actually walking through the mall, looking around, and buying magazines and books. Like who's on the front of Source today in Double XL? Those are the good old days. It was great being a teenager at our age. At that early 2000s. Great being a teacher in early 2000s. Yeah, what a time to be alive. Big time. So I haven't watched uh, Disney Plus's Hawkeye. How would you feel about that time? You're, you're the biggest oh, Hawkeye yeah. fan. I, I love that show. It was a very good show. Now, like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's no She-Hulk, if <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but, th- yeah, the Hawkeye show, even though I am very biased because I love Jeremy Renner, I love Hawkeye, but the show is actually pretty damn solid. Out of all the shows that put up there, I think it's, it's up there with, like, uh, WandaVision. I know Sean likes WandaVision. I, I think do. I think you prefer like what the the Winter, Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. You prefer, and I I prefer the Hawkeye one. So yeah, they all they all have a good audience for each one of those. But overall, I think the show was actually pretty good, and she was a good. Out of all the young Avengers, she's the only one that I actually give a shit about. Everybody else that they try to introduce introduce as the young Avengers, I just don't care about them at all. I've I've read about the. Young have Avengers. you been paying attention to the young Avengers? Like them slowly starting to bring them in, like the. I have. Like the twins from uh, WandaVision, yeah, they're supposed to be and part were, of it. They were terrible in, in that Doctor Strange sequel. I, I that story. Every time I went back to that storyline, I wanted to pull my hair out. They are so I didn't like them in the show. Um, that's something that belongs on TV. I honestly feel that uh, Loki, WandaVision, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. There's a damn good two hour movie in all those shows. It There's is damn. Good. It really is. And yeah, you don't got to spend two hundred million on it. They. The MCU should have modest budget, seventy to hundred. Well, that's not modest, but for blockbuster standards, seventy to one hundred million dollar movies make five hundred million total worldwide. That's a good profit. Uh, that, I, I think all all those Disney Plus shows overstayed their welcome. Uh, but uh, I also really enjoyed the 2018 Bumblebee, which he also starred in. So please, wait, you enjoyed that? Loved it. I yeah. like Bumblebee also. My, it was it, it was all right. Maybe my third favorite out of the entire Transformers franchise. First one's the best. Then I'll put Transformers three, Dark of the Moon. Dark of the Moon is probably my favorite one. Really, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. And then Bumblebee's number three. Uh, the second one, uh, Rise of the Font, whatever that. Everybody knows that's the worst. One. By far the worst. Mm-hmm. But and that's uh, counting in the Mark Wahlberg one. Which oh the Mark Wahlberg two I forgot he made two of them he did and that last night was was the I think no 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 Rise of the Fallen is worse than the last night but the last night is terrible I I'll give a passing grade to the one with the dinosaurs but I'm not going to call that a great movie by any means the one with the dinos, but dinosaurs oh, yeah, uh, yeah. it was, it was tolerable it was tolerable. it was, it was it tolerable was. at best. Absolutely. So Haley uh, Steinfeld bang uh, my franchise QB. Well, did you mention like the Edge of Seventeen? I'm not familiar with that. No, I that not. may be her best movie. Writing this down. The what Edge of Seventeen. This? That uh, I think it came out about maybe five or six years ago. I think I brought it up as like one of my hidden gems. Uh, one of these episodes where it had a uh, Woody Harrelson in it. You did okay. I remember that now. Yes, he is hysterical in this movie. 
Oh my God, Woody Harrelson, that might be his best casting over anything he's ever done. The Edge of 17 might be his best role that he's ever done. He is funny what? as hell. That is saying a Because lot. she's being like super serious with him. She's like, oh my God, I'm about to kill myself or whatever. And, she, and then she passes off like this note or something that she wrote to some guy. And he's like, he's looking at it. He's like, oh my God, just say something. He's like, you got to watch for run on sentences or something like that. <laughs> he's like, oh, what a coincidence. I was getting ready to write my suicide note too. I was, <laughs> I was getting ready to kill myself. But there's always this one annoying child that keeps interrupting my lunch every single day. So, you know, goodbye fuckers or something like that. He was just like making fun of her the entire movie. Mm-hmm. He is just funny as hell. It, it was like the perfect role for him. So, yes, Woody Harrelson definitely made that movie like as great as I think it is. So you, you might need to put that on your watch list. Oh, right it's there. circled. Edge of 17 circled on my notes. Because I think it was on Netflix, but I have no idea because, man, I really need to keep track of stuff that keeps moving from one streaming service to another. Because every time they say something that's leaving, I was like, all right, where's it going now? Exactly. Is it going to Max? Is it going to Hulu? Is it going to Paramount? Well, I, I stick I need- with my uh, physical content. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, the only downside is like when it comes to shows, I'm never going to buy a show on DVD ever again. So I have to stick to streaming that. for that. Yeah, one. you don't want to pay fifty dollars per season for The Sopranos. I you got well, they got six or seven seasons. Well, the last, the last show I bought on DVD was like I think Rescue Me, the one with Dennis Leary, the firefighters one. Oh, I remember seeing. I never sat down and watched it, but I know what you're talking about. Great show, great show. Yeah. They were in Chicago on that, weren't they? Uh, Chicago, Chicago? No, they were in New York because well, it was like uh, I think it took place like shortly after nine eleven or something like that because it's. Um, I think his brother died in 9-11 or something like that, and then it just took over from there. But, yeah, it was a pretty solid show. But standard ovation, Haley Steinfeld, you know what? That was actually a pretty good one right there, man. Pretty solid right there. I was wondering what of all. doing your leg workouts. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to be serious in one episode. <laughs> no, that ain't gonna happen, man. Uh, it's him. It's 15. I think, yeah. it, I think it is him, and I ain't yeah. mad at it. So uh, if, he, if he ever changed... Like, then you know, something's wrong then, you know. So I'm waiting for him to become rich. Next, you know, I, I don't even want to see what kind of rich person Ryan's going to be. I'm, yeah. I wish the same for you two as well. Yeah, Please. Yeah. The only thing I'll probably do differently is I'll probably go get a Tesla. That, that and a house with a basement. That's oh, it. hell yeah. Apparently, hell yeah. if you live in California, that's what you get as a Tesla because that's the only car I saw. Driving out there is Tesla and 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 I'm imagining like every damn store has like one of those little charging stations. And a lot of them do. You know what? I didn't see. A lot of Walmarts. I didn't see a lot of like Meyer type stores. Really? Where they have uh, like Whole Foods or something? They got a lot of like corner stores and bodega like things. I mean, they had Target and stuff. I saw that, but I didn't see a lot of shopping. Well, I'm, I'm not you know mad I mean? at that. Like, I support they, like the small business. Like, oh, for yeah. instance, oh, yeah. Tilly's. That's a store in the mall. They have like their own store out there. You see what I'm saying? Like it's like a big store. They don't have a store in the mall. You know, we did go to like a shopping center. It was kind of like Jerson Point, but I didn't see a lot of grocery stores. Like you would see around here, you would see a bunch of Kroger and Walmart. I didn't see a lot of that, you know. So interesting. Okay, yeah. maybe right. maybe they just try to take business away from the small companies. You know, if they have a Walmart, that's a one stop place. You know, I don't know. Walmart is pretty addictive to it shop is. at, but it sometimes is. I was like, man, I really need to go somewhere else to get my yeah. my food and all that other stuff. Oh, yeah. It's definitely good. Expand your horizons for sure. Oh, yeah, but they got a lot of Teslas. I'll say, you park anywhere, Tesla, 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 everything, Tesla. Damn. Oh. I think I only seen two here in Fort Wayne. Oh, I've seen a lot. I've, I've seen, seen a, a lot more, more lately. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to trouble me. Yeah, I, they must know something we don't know. Maybe they were ahead of the game and starting getting that electric stuff. But, and I uh, think like the the uh, the the library has like those those charging stations now. Oh, really? So wow. it's starting to become like more of a common thing now. So I yeah, know Myers does it. You can go sit at Myers and um, 
charge up. But that's a lot. That's pretty much what they had. And I saw some Rolls Royce and some Maybachs and some. Did you see any celebrities? We didn't, but we did see a Bugatti that was two million dollars. Damn. Yeah. Never Bugatti seen Bugatti just driving. What, now, where were you at in California? San Clemente. San Clemente. How far is that from L.A.? 50 miles. Okay. Did you guys go to L.A.? We didn't go to L.A. because the traffic is ridiculous. <laughs> like, you don't want to get caught. In, I mean, you think I would compare it to Chicago. Well, it is a holiday weekend. That probably didn't help. Yeah, true. It was, it was a it was traffic on Wednesday when we got there. Like, it's at 10 o'clock in the daytime, you stuck in traffic. You know what I mean? Like, God damn, people are at work and school. Where the people are coming from, you know? That's I mean, like probably real bad. Eight lanes on one way and eight lanes the other way. You know? What I mean? Damn. Yeah, it's bad. That so. that'll probably give the average person like an anxiety. My dad is, is a great driver. He didn't want to. I drove the entire. He didn't want to drive. I had the rental car, and why he destroyed? Don't go that way. Oh, Sean, look up. Slam on brakes. Don't slam on brakes. I mean, man, I, <laughs> Back gotta, I know how to drive, man. I hate oh, when people Lord. do that. My dad's pretty bad as well. I'm gonna slow down. I'm like, man, you down. need to close your eyes or driving. go to sleep or something, man, because you're making me worry. Yeah. But Ooh. my dad's blind, so he's trying to get me direct. He can't see at all. Oh, man. My dad <laughs> can see. He just can't hear all that well now. He's he got some ear issues going on. And I'll be talking to him. He don't say nothing. Then I hear, what? What was that? I'm like, God, dog, never mind, man. It's just just chill. Just, we'll get there. We'll get there. You, you're going a little too fast here now. You're going a little too fast. <laughs> like, man, well, God bless my, my father-in-law because he uh, still travels with a map. Really? I don't Whoa, know how that's you do old that. School for you. We were just talking about that. If we didn't have GPS, we wouldn't get around nowhere, especially Oh man, I'll be state. lost. I'll be lost as hell. Lost as hell. Yeah, you got a plan. That's like a 3-hour experiment. You got. Let me, let me tell you how bad traffic is. You know like when you merge and you're waiting to get into traffic, they have stoplights right there. You have to wait to jump out there. Whoa, that's whoa, whoa, that's actually a good idea. That is a good idea. Because people will get pretty reckless when it comes to merging traffic. Really? They will speed up and you, they'll you, get mad at somebody going yeah, slow. Yeah, Here yeah. you just jump out in traffic. There you jump out in traffic. You're having trouble. You got to wait for the red light to turn. And then there's green. Two cars go. Then red. Two, everybody else has to stop. Then two cars go. And then so on and so on. And then they have a, um, the what you call it, uh, that lane it's like a carpool lane, right? Right. If you if it's just one person, you automatically you you're gonna get pulled over. It says it because uh, it's for more than one person in the car. So if you're in the carpool lane, you can stay in there. But if you're just by yourself, it said you will get a four hundred fifty dollar fine. Good guy. Yes. Yes. So we didn't even go that far over. We just, I stayed in the middle. But I mean, they're flying. They're going fast. And as you look off to the side, you literally look straight down. Like I see how they fall off the edge over there. Like they just fall off into a canyon because there's just like rails that's keeping you up. Uh, you know what? Yeah. No, that gave me an anxiety <laughs> right. attack for real. And like we we had rented like a Toyota Corolla. That car could not handle those mountains. It was going up <laughs> and then straight down like a bullet. You know what I mean? Like I controlled that shit. But I by the time we got to our destination, I was sweating and shit. Like whoo. Well, you got to get used to their type of driving. You know, it's just like Chicago would be, but with mountains. Just imagine Chicago with mountains. That's what it's like. It sounds know. terrifying. Terror. I see why there's so many accidents and, and, and casualties there. God damn. So you well, got, I'm, I'm glad you, you made it back. Oh safe. yeah. Oh yeah. Thank yeah. God. Uh, I ain't never gonna go there. Yeah. Well, I'm never saying never, but I ain't Man, making a plan a, to go there. Take an Uber if you can. So. <laughs> well, no, I'm scared to take Uber because your Uber scary yeah, story that yeah, you told us yeah. when you went to that cruise and yeah, all of a sudden oh, they just yeah. started going the wrong way. I was oh, like, nah, yeah. that's exactly what I'm talking about. That, yeah, exactly. That ended my dad's Uber career before he ever started. He didn't even, <laughs> he never ever going to take Uber after that. So we just oh, really, you told him about that? Yeah, he was really done with Ubers after that. He thinks everybody killing somebody in Uber now. So we just rented a car, which was a hassle on top of that. Like just airports in general, just a hassle. Just, it just is. hassle you just cuz, you know. Like, my sister, she got married. She went 
she took a knife on the plane. Like a, like How a, the hell she get that past security? She didn't. They tore her up. She, it was a cake knife that they wanted. Oh. And she put it in her book bag of all places. Nope, 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 nope. No, that one's going to make it. Disgraced us real bad for that. Like, oh, we almost didn't make the flight. They made, they held us back. Like, why are y'all trying to take a, plane, a knife on the plane? What the fuck is going on? She's like, it's a cake knife. Like, you cannot take anything. It's a weapon. It's a weapon. No you matter can, how, yeah, you sli- I, how are you slice it. Right, it literally. <laughs> that, that's a weapon right slice there. Slice a neck. Like, somebody had a ravioli can. Uh, you can't bring that. Like, you can't bring oh, anything. Damn. You could take the top off and cut somebody with it. So uh, That's a good drug smuggling yeah, idea, actually. Yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. that rule. Yeah, right, you so. can't do that. You can't have a pack of matches. Nothing. nothing no, no. Chapstick. What is it, like over four ounces? You got to get rid of it? Uh, some shit? Yeah, three, it is. 3.4. Yeah. If it's under 3.4, you can take it. Uh, but there's some stuff that's automatically a uh, big no-no, like a knife. But uh, 3.4 and under, you can take it. Uh, they might surge it, but you can take it. So I, I learned my lesson. They're not disgracing me in front of everybody. <laughs> they took a Lysol can and some rubbing alcohol out of my bag. Oh, yeah. They were shaking the, the rubbing alcohol, see if I was drunk or not. What is this? Yeah. Shaking from my face. <laughs> like, see, my I need bro- to shake. My brother's wife, my older brother's wife, she had a vape. They were smelling it and see if there was weed in there instead of cigarette, nicotine and shit. They were like all I wouldn't that. even risk that. Hell, Hell no. no. They got a German Shepherd looking at you and shit. Like, uh, well, you better not after have Brittany Griner. Yeah, that's Dead what I'm serious. saying. Well, at least we'd be in the United States. But goddamn, like, you just don't take no chance. No, but why risk it? Yeah. Why even? If you if you if you about it, don't bring it. And you're it's, in California. There yeah. should be stores every other corner. Oh, they are. The they are weed stores. You would love it, right? Well, yeah, because it's legal that. out there, right? Yes, yes sir. It's legal. Um they have like uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's those places called? Dispensary? Like, dispensaries everywhere. See, yeah. I would have helped out with your fast ten experience. You should have stopped in there. Uh, yeah, I couldn't be like, hey, damn, I'm gonna get some weed, bro. You stay right there. You stay right there. What's Yo- this dispensary <laughs> shit? What is this? No, your dad would have stopped you right away. It's pizza. You better bring pizza back. <laughs> yeah. So you, we saw a few of those. Yeah. So. And right. you could smell it in the air. Like somebody was getting blowed out there. Like God damn. Oh, so, I can't wait to go. Oh, you would All love right. it. Well, shout out to California. Oh, man. We'll, I'll go. Uh, one day I'll I'll go out. Yeah, there. man, it's something that you should experience. For sure. <coughs> it's a lovely, pretty, pretty sight to see. Yeah, when the kids are gone and I'm retired, maybe I'll make a trip. Expensive, out of it. I'll tell you that. We everything's expensive. Like, uh, there's a burger place called In and Out. It was pretty popular. I hear about In and Out. I say I give In and Out. I give it. I'm gonna give it four brownie points out of five because it was pretty good. It was. They got this thing called Animal Style. If you they don't put it on every burger, but if you ask for it, they'll put it on. They like infuse the burger with some kind of mustard, and they put like this orange sauce, look like something Kale would use on Good Burger. I don't oh, know yeah. what's in it, but man, it was bomb. And my dad don't like stuff like that. He was like, "We got to come back, Sean, just for this. If we ever come back, it was that good." So my experience with In and Out Burger was great. So it was what's what's the animal? It's called Animal Style. You can get it on any burger, and like the I would say it's compared to like a. Between a Culver's and a Steak and Shake, but better than both, I would say that. Like it's in that line of stuff. They don't got a whole lot to choose from. Okay, I kind of get the idea. You see what, what I'm saying? About. Like it's in that line. It's like an old school. They all got the little triangle hats on. I want to see a lot of grease in that bag. This a little greasy shit. Yeah, that's but what this I'm thing, if you ever go get animal style, they'll know what you're talking about. It's not on the menu. They throw some jalapenos on it. They didn't throw no jalapenos on, but they put like uh, sautéed onions in the sauce. And I it like was like an orange that. sauce they put on the burger. And then you can get the fries with the sauce on it. Oh, man, it was great. Was it buffalo sauce? I don't know what it was, but it was like. All right, yo, you guys are not sidetracking me with your hunger stories right now, man. All right, let's get back to (laughs) it. I'm hungry as shit, and I just ate already. I'm like, damn, that sounds good. I'm just saying, if you ever go anywhere out west, In and Out is in Vegas, if you go there too. 
try In and Out Burger. It, it was worth it. I don't. Some people said it was mild, so didn't like it, but I liked it. I gave it a good grade for sure. We had to try In and Out Burger. So well, that all, right. Was, all right, you mind if I go mind if I go next to my uh, my stand ovation? All right, because I need to give a shout out to this guy right here. This guy is like a living legend to me. He's given me a lot of great memories, and that's going to be the legendary Joshua Jackson. Are you guys familiar? Um, the Mighty Duck Man. Remember Wait, is that, is that the um, people on the stairs, dude? It's not the in, skull guy, the skull actor. Like, if you look him up right now, because he was in, he was in Fringe, of course, uh, Dawson's Creek. If you ever got into that, he's in the new uh, remake of Fatal Attraction that's on a uh, Paramount right now, I believe. Was he in that Freemason or uh, Skull and Bones? Bones? Or what was it called? Uh, uh, he was in that a, Skull and Bones. I think he was in Doctor Death. Maybe he was thinking about like. Um, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the Bone Show? I thought that was no, another No, no, it's, it's a trilogy of movies about a guy getting recruited in a secret society. Skulls. Skull, it was called Skulls, yeah. Oh, the Skulls? Yeah. Okay. That's Joshua Jackson. Right, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah it came skulls. out in 2000. Yeah. yeah, those movies are awesome. I yeah. love well, that movie. Mighty Ducks 2? I don't remember. Yeah, that. remember he was like the the one kid that was uh, dating, uh, well, not dating, but Emilio Estevez was like, I think dating his mom or something like that. Mighty okay. Ducks, he was like one of the, the younger kids that was on the team. I I think I kind of remember. I remember his face now. I just remember the black guy and the fat guy myself. But that's pretty awesome. He's on there. I love those movies. Oh yeah, because I said the Mighty Ducks, and apparently he was in a couple of the Scream movies. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I he looked. was in Scream too. I remember him in Scream too. I don't remember him in the new one. Maybe I maybe I'm just what? overlooking it. I don't because remember they, him in they must, I think they gave him a credit. It could be a could be a typo, but I'm gonna let that one ride. He was in one of my favorite horror films. Have y'all seen the one uh, Urban Legend? Oh, I don't remember. Great. I have seen it. I, just remember. I remember that. I thought that one was actually pretty good. Where basically everybody gets killed based off our urban legend, like the whole um, mm-hmm. what was it? The Pop Rocks one. Like you, mm-hmm. like you try to uh, eat Pop Rocks with like a what was it a Coke or something well, like that? Pop and shake it or something like yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like the stranger in the back seat, that kind of thing. Like it was basically like all the urban legends like coming true. And I remember he had like a small part in that one. I thought it was actually a pretty good movie, so I remember that one. Your boy Jared Leto was in that original, I believe. Was he in it? Yeah, and uh, that super fine girl who was Alonzo's girl in Training Day. Uh, even Mendez. Even Mendez was in that Ooh, okay. And yeah. Anthony Anderson, I think, I, was I in that. I have to watch that again. That movie had a great... I used to love that didn't movie. He, didn't Anthony Anderson have, like, dreads or something in that? Or maybe I'm thinking of somebody uh, else. You know, you're thinking like about scary, scary movie. movie yeah. <laughs> Anthony like Anderson and dreads sound funny already. That, that, that was a scary movie, but I feel like I've seen that. that Urban Legend. I, I know I've it. seen Urban Legend, for it sure. Was good. That was out kind of like the, uh, you know, the... Uh, I know what you did last summer era. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a crush on the killer in that movie, by the way. And you got a crush on a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, you crushing every damn thing. Oh. Shout out to you. No, but th- this guy is an absolute legend. He's in one of my favorite movies, Lone Star State of Mind, which is really a hidden gem movie. It's not like one of those popular movies that didn't have like a big theater release or anything like that. But when it came out, and I think a friend at work told me about it, and I watched it, I was like, damn. This movie is actually pretty damn good, man. This is, this is, this is a great movie. So, yeah, if you ever need a, a hidden gem on top of whatever hidden gem I'm probably going to give this episode, just go ahead and look for Lone Star State of Mind. It is a tremendously funny movie. I, I love that movie. It's near and dear to my heart. It's nothing special, but it's just like, it's just stupid funny to me. I just, I don't know why. I just, I just really love that movie. And shout out to him for Joshua Jackson. Like, uh, he, he loves his black woman because he's married to uh, Jody Turner Smith. The real, real dark girl. Yeah, she was in. I remember her from like the the Queen and Slim movie. 
Yeah, yeah, she played the. Okay, yep. Wait, she was the main female lead in that? Yep. 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 That's who he's married to. When he she's not all that. He should be banging away fine. Well, she's probably nice. She's probably got a real nice personality. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Edit that out, please. Well, all right, Edit if, that out. If, sorry. If that's not your flavor, that's totally fine. But I, I think she's I think she's pretty good looking. She's all right. No, I like I like the skin tone. Yeah. That's, I, I'm a big fan she of that skin that tone. Shiny. That's that shiny African kind of like a man, what's what's the old girl from uh, Lapita? She got the Lapita yes. List. I'll take her mm. any day of the week. That's a whole different level. Yeah. Man, your single ass will take anybody any day. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking? You know about? I ain't about that. You know, I... <laughs> <laughs> you, like you got options. Man. You got you got nothing but the whole damn smorgasbord going right now, man. You got to start picking something. Uh, I do. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to <laughs> be single at forty five. That sounds oh, very depressing. Yeah. yeah, but Joshua Jackson, that's going to be my standard ovation. This this week, I think he's a tremendous, tremendous actor. He got some great movies underneath his belt, and you know what? This new Fail Attraction show, I've been hearing some pretty good things about it. Have y'all guys gotten into it yet? I have not. I haven't seen it. because well, I'm, I'm I'm assuming just I like to always assume. I'm assuming us survives. We actually seen the Fail Attraction movie. Uh, yeah, the original one. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Glenn great. Close and uh, Michael Douglas. I'm like, oh man, it's a cautionary tale for you men out there. Dead serious. No, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a great one, and I'm looking forward to watching this show. So yeah, Joshua Jackson this week, man, you got to get it from me. That loving our cool, black, loving coming. our black women out there, man. The Mighty Ducks makes him a legend automatically, in my opinion. Man, I don't serious. think nobody's ever going to top that stuff right well, there. When that D2 came out, I was super hyped for, for that. When they start playing like the high school kids and stuff. That was awesome. Oh, is that, that the one awesome. where they went to the Olympics, or is that yeah, a different Yeah, I one? think that's the one they were already supposed to be good, but they were moving up in age bracket, and they started playing, like, the, the private high school kids and stuff, and like that, and they were whooping their ass, but they got, like, two of them on their team or two teenagers or something like that, and they started, you know, competing at that point. But I was super hyped at that point when Keenan and all of them was in there, Keenan Thompson, and I, I loved D2 when that came out. So, Oh, yeah. Love I, those movies. Oh, yeah. All I right, got, Ryan. You got to finish this one. Oh, it's, it's on my Sean. turn. My turn. Oh, yeah. We kind of skipped. We went the opposite way. Yeah, I'm, I, I had Gwen Stacy. I'm about to say, you talked about California so much. <laughs> like, Innovation, California. <laughs> yeah, uh, which was. They did a good job hosting us. They didn't know it, but we did. Um, I'm going to go with the girl. Her name is Daniela Melchior. I've never heard of her. From, from Fast X, the one that was in Brazil that he saved from the bomb. Oh, the one that was the, playing the like catcher, the sister? The rat catcher girl. Oh, from yeah, suicide from suicide squad. that's her. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I I really like this. I did girl. not catch that at all. Oh. Yeah, she's Rat Catcher and um, Guardians of the Galaxy. She was she played in. Uh, yeah, I, f- I forgot yeah. that she was in that. Who one. was she in that? She was one of those. Remember, like the little red skinned chick that they were trying to talk. To, like Charlo was trying to charm her or something like she that. Had funny color eyes, like gold eyes or something. She Is was, that the one from that Avatar girl held the gun up to? When they were yeah, sneaking yeah, in? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep, yep, all right. yep, yep. The Rat Catcher in Suicide Squad too. Nice, uh, nice. She's from Portugal. She's Portuguese, so I'm, I can see why they kind of put her in the Brazilian uh, part of the movie. I really like, I like her. I was like, man, I why I couldn't tell where I know her from? Like, where is this girl from? And then I looked her up in the movie. I was like, oh, okay, I know who she is. I think she played the Rat Catcher pretty well, from what I understand. That was really good and um, impression of the of the Rat Catcher, even though I had never heard heard of the Rat Catcher until then. Uh, but I thought she did good as a rat captain. I thought she did good in this Fast X. Um, she's got a couple of other movies. Assassin Club. I had never seen that one. Of course, uh, I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Assassin Club. I haven't seen it. Um, the Black Book. I've heard of it. Never seen that. Uh, Marlowe. Uh, it's got um, um, the dude who plays Qui-Gon. What's his name? Um, 
Liam Liam Le- Nielsen. Oh, oh Mr. Yeah. T- just say yeah. Taken. Taken. Yeah. yeah he's in it. And then he's, she's got a new one called Roadhouse with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. She'll be in that. Oh, so, shit. That's the Roadhouse uh, movie Roadhouse, they're remaking. Yeah. Yeah. So, damn. Uh, she doesn't have a huge. She only's got six movies that's on IMDb right here. But, um, no, she's got some pretty good yeah, ones. I mean, they're about I, like Suicide Squad Suicide and Guardians of the Galaxy. And, I mean, if, yeah, she has been some good stuff. And Fast X recently. And I thought she had a pretty decent character. It wasn't over the top. Although, um, Vin Diesel made it over the top, of course. But, uh, Destiny always. Yes. Uh, I thought, I, I like looking at her on screen. She's very pretty. She's got a unique look. Her eyes, she's kind of skinny, but, other than that, I think she's got some. She's got potential. I'm going off of potential. After the little things I've seen her in, I thought she did a good job, and I think she's got a lot to look for. She's only 24 years old, so she's got a ways to go. To you know, but as a rat catcher and um, fast X, she didn't do nothing in Guardians of the Galaxy. But I see they're throwing her into different things. I think she's got a chance to play something. Kind of remind me of the girl with the. Um, not to say she's like this girl, but. She could play something like the girl with the dragon tattoo where she's like that kind of character. Oh, uh, Rooney Moore. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that kind of character. Like not... Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a big fan of her. Yeah, I see her in that type of realm. You know what I mean? So I think she's got a chance to do some big things. Very nice to look at. I like her little accent. Very lovely to look at. Um, I took notice of her in in Fast X, so I I decided to give her a standing ovation just off Ratcatcher alone. What should have been done her... I never knew her name, um, but she's very lovely to look at. Very pretty young lady. Um, I'm going to give it to her. Daniello Melchwire. I can't even say her last name. That sounded pretty good. Yeah, Melchwire. But she's a Portuguese Portuguese actor. Um, Yeah, up and coming. You'll see her in a lot more things, I think. Oh, man. That's another another good song. Very nice. Very nice. If she has a pretty good start to her career, I'm going to keep paying attention to her. Oh, yeah. You'll start seeing her more and more, I think, so... It's not just not saying Rat Catcher wasn't a good one though. I think she needs like another breakout yeah. role in order for me to like really start paying attention to her. Kind of like a if she kind of goes on a run like a, a Pedro Pascal went on, right? Yeah, where you yeah. saw him in damn near everything. Like you couldn't turn away from him. Like damn, there he goes in another one. There he goes in another one. She gets on that kind of role, then I'm going to start paying attention more and more to her. So yeah, right. that, she's got a chance. Yeah, that, that was a good solid one right there. Nice. All right, Benchworthy, I'm just going to do a cheat. Just because it's coming out pretty soon. So all you guys out there who want to go back and revisit some of these classic movies, I'm not a big fan of the second one in this this whole uh, franchise. And that's only because of one screaming-ass woman that wouldn't shut the hell up. But I think you guys should go back to watch the Indiana Jones franchise because you might want to have to get a refresher on some of those movies before the new one comes out. A few out. things I love more than that original trilogy. And yes, I can deal with that screaming ass wife. Of she Spielberg. really annoyed me to my core. Uh, agreed. Agreed. She was screaming every single scene to the point where I was like, man, why did Steven Spielberg do this to us? We did not deserve this. I'm telling you. Yeah. And um, it's not official, but it's pretty much uh, unsaid knowledge that that is the reason they invented the PG 13 rating. Oh, because when he you know, ripped the heart out? Ripping hearts out and all kinds of... That really was towing the line. That movie was rated PG when it came out. It is, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, I, I would say there's a few movies that have a better last 30 minutes than uh, Temple of Doom. Because that, that would actually be a bad movie if it wasn't for those last 30 minutes. No, but that trilogy, if you want to just skip the whole uh, Aliens one, which one was that? Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. One, by all means. Which wasn't... All right, just listen to me, Ryan. You can say your own piece. It's not as bad as I remember when I watched it again a couple of weeks ago, 
But this, the ending of the whole alien thing was kind of like, man, did it really have to go to that, that angle of it? It's kind of like, man, they were really like reaching on this one. But then again, Indiana Jones is really a far-fetched character anyway. He's supposed to be like some college professor that goes around all over the world with like a whip and a satchel. And we're supposed to believe like this dude is like what, like Vin Diesel before Vin Diesel? Exactly. So, yeah, and aliens aren't, when you got people doing voodoo, ripping hearts out. It's like, where else could they go? Yeah, it's killing Nazis. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you got uh, the Cup of Christ melting people alive. Aliens, and for that time period, since it was the 50s, there was a lot of UFO and alien hysteria in the United States in the 50s. That's why there's a lot of those cheesy, terrible sci-fi movies in the 50s, because there were, after World War II, which a lot of people are surprised there's even an Earth left, um, yeah, there's UFO sightings all over the place. It was just the way it was handled. The alien looked so phony and cheesy. There was no good build-up to it, and it was a standard It's still UFO, not the worst alien I've ever seen in cinema history. Which was your opinion? Uh, Mac and me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look like an Ethiopian baby. Damn, it was like a. It's not Red Planet. It was a mission to Mars. Oh my god! You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, I saw that. In the Tim theater. Robbins, Don Cheadle um, had a great cast. It had like a bunch of. It had like a bunch of great actors in it. It had a was it Jerry O'Donnell, um, the dude from uh, Stand By Me. He had a small part in it, and uh, Gary Sinise. Yes. Yep. Yep. Gary uh, Lieutenant, Dan. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Dan. I remember seeing the alien at the end. It was just, it was just so bad. It was, it was like terrible. Sucked the air man. out the movie theater. When I it saw was that. literally like worse than like the hell scene from a uh, Spawn. I saw that alien. I was like, man, this is the best y'all can do, really. Dead serious. Yeah, you, and are, the you are not. Over- actually look pretty good, but that whole alien at the end was just so terrible. I was like, I don't know how the hell they pulled this thing off, but this this movie almost got killed because of that alien CGI at the end alone. It was really bad. It was. It was re- really the really worst bad. of CGI for sure. Yeah, but overall, I thought it was actually pretty. It was a pretty solid movie, but that alien thing was just really, really dumb. But like I said, binge ready for all you guys. You don't have to watch it all at once, but I think you should all go back and watch the Indiana Jones franchise, even. The Crystal Skull one, because you might need to go back and reference like how badass Harrison Ford is. This dude is like, this dude is like a god among the cinema world. All right, man, he has a lot of amazing movies underneath his belt. Indiana Jones alone makes you a legend. Absolutely, we all love that movie. I don't know too many guys that say they don't like like Raiders of the Lost Ark. What's the one I like, Ryan? What's the one uh, the tomb with the Temple of Doom? Temple of Doom. I yeah, Tommy reason. start off uh, dogging the the lead actress of that movie, because which is rightfully deserved. Screaming the entire time. Yeah, but besides that, I, I I seen all the other ones, but I for some reason resonate with that with that one because I seem like that's when the one my brother would watch the most when we were younger. I feel like we watched that a lot, you know, and I always remember them running the alligators eating the dudes, but. They definitely you showed know, that on TV yeah, the most. Yeah. So HBO had a good contract with that okay, movie. Okay, yeah. But uh, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark is definitely my favorite out the trilogy, yeah. but they're all great. They're and all I noticed great. that uh, Harrison Ford always had like a heavy-ass punch. He hit somebody, like, you hear like big-ass I think I remember you saying yeah, like yeah, Denzel has like, like a meaty punch. Yeah. He looked like he really does have a he pretty good punch. He does have a meaty punch. He hitting a stop sign when he hits them. Like, God damn, he's knocking the shot. He's got They feel it. Even at they this advanced it. age, yeah. I feel like, man, he, he's a little like he can pack a punch like for real. Oh, you yeah. have to see it, it just because of it Sean Connery in that third one as his dad is some of the best cinema you can ever ask for man I wish I was I could watch that nonstop. him and his dad interacting and his dad never getting his full approval for anything his, his dad Sean Connery was kind of a being annoying in that movie just I a loved little bit his, I loved his character 
Yeah, he was not impressed by anything. This dude flipped a motorcycle over, killed a Nazi. He didn't even react. Indiana Jones, you see that? Oh, I, I loved his character. Man. I like how he he drank from that cup of Christ, and he still died before his son. Yeah. I thought he would have lived a little bit longer, but that's just me. Um, Wait, he did. He did live. He remember, remember he uh, didn't he give that to his dad in order to save him? Right. But he got shot, so that's why he took that. Mission. So he did. Wait, I thought he drank it and he poured it on his wound. In order he to did. Save him. He did. Yeah. How about to, it was just weird. I was like, man, I thought Sean Connery would have lived a little bit longer, even though he unfortunately passed in real life. I felt like, man, he should have lived a little bit longer. Maybe that's just me. He, yeah, he lived in that. Yeah, they saved his life. Okay. Yeah. Y'all got Ben worthy this week? Um, I, I finished 11 Death um, with the Elizabeth Olsen. Finished that off. Nice. Okay. Uh, that actually is, it, a, is it worth it? It's worth watching. There's not a lot of action, so don't go in there thinking you're going to see a lot of action. But her acting was really, really well. I thought she played that well, and it's a true story. Uh, and they kind of showed the real person at the end. She did. She kind of. She did that girl some a lot of justice because she looked nothing like her. But still, they portrayed what happened really well, and I thought it was a good a good um, biography or whatever you want to call of of, of the real uh, person who did what they did. And uh, I thought it was pretty good to see her in something like that. It was a little more of a, of a dramatic type stuff here. She was not playing Wanda or anything. She had to really get into her bag. So I thought that was awesome. You get to see her kind of naked, so give that a try if you can. See that part alone, hey, that's on you if you don't want to watch no if more. If you went to that, just watch Old yeah, Boy. Yeah, okay, I need to watch that because I haven't seen that. But you do kind of see her some Watch naked. the original as and well. And she's getting Pinocchio a few times, so you can pretend to be the guy if you like. I don't know if that's your thing. It's just that yeah. that dude was so damn terrible. He looked ugly looking. And shit. Like, he's just full of grease. But um, He looked like a karma cat. Yeah, real bad, real bad. And then, um, so that's the only thing I watched. Oh, and I watched this thing called, I really like... Um, Barbecue cook-offs for some reason. Those and are very entertaining. I, I like to watch what they come up with. This is one called Barbecue Challenge on Netflix. Barbecue cook-off. Cook-off challenge or something. And they fight each other or not fight each other. They go against each other in a competition and see who's got the... Is this like Bake Off or something like that? Like Bake barbecue? Off with Barbecue. Yep. yep. And they, All right, uh, this sounds pretty good. It is dope. So if you're a barbecue fan, you know, we're getting into the Memorial Day. We have Memorial Day last weekend and we're getting into the summer. Barbecues are up and running. Oh, yeah. Fourth of July coming up. Oh, yeah. And they give you some ideas, and they have to come up with unique ways to barbecue different types of proteins and and ham and protein. I already already got my little recipe. I got my little dry rub, and I got my few little ingredients that I add to mine. So, because y'all taste my wings, I got my wings down pretty good. good. They pretty good. Yeah. If you want to see some unique style stuff and something that you never thought of trying, these guys are doing it. It's guys and women. And then win fifty thousand dollars at the end, whoever wins, and they just get their own like little, you know, their own little. They set them up for t- for success in the barbecue world, I guess. But uh, it's unique to see them come up with different ideas, and it's a couple episodes, and it's pretty, it's pretty, it's exciting, it's fun to watch. I like it for some reason. So is it why. just like barbecue, or they gotta make like the sides as well? They gotta make the sides too, because so, I need I need the cornbread, and I need the mac yeah, and cheese. They make mac and cheese, Comfort beans, uh, you know, potato salad, anything you like. You know, what I mean, I like, hate potato salad. You know what that's, like? what, what, and what's up if you call it potato salad? I just what? like to say that's salad. like bougie, like tarjay. <laughs> I ain't never heard I, that I before. I'm a tarjay guy. I, I just like say tarjay. You know what? I'm actually gonna steal that. Salad. Y'all got some you would potato never salad. Hear me. <laughs> you use potato salad or yeah. macaroni salad. Yeah, whatever. Jesse like, yeah. Smoulier. Yeah. I know. You just, it rolls off the tongue yeah, a little bit better. It's, it's nice, man. Damn, it's it like, does sound bad. Potato salad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Damn, I feel so bougie saying yeah, that. Yeah, I say Very, it all the time. Now. That's the bougie. I'm gonna go to the restaurant. People don't give me a second look. They're like, all right, yeah, we got potato salad. How was the potato salad tonight? No raisins in the potato salad, please. I think we're too light skinned to get away with that, Sean. Oh, I get away with it. Yeah, I use the deep voice. I have the deep voice. Give that a try. They they cooking all kind of different stuff. What streaming service is it on? Netflix. Okay, you'll see it right away. It's called Barbecue Challenge. Give that a try. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good, man. I enjoy it. That's only two things I saw with episodes to it. So, yeah, Barbecue Challenge and the end of Love of Death with uh, Elizabeth Olsen. How many episodes is Love and Death? I want to say six or maybe seven. It's seven. And that's on uh, okay, so that's Max. Not Can't even call it HBO Max. It's on Max. We gonna talk about that. Yeah, later. yeah. So that's on Max. Yeah. So you guys still have your subscriptions to, yeah, to Max? Yeah, yeah. I do. But yeah. I must have missed. I must. I must have having payment issues when they did it because they're saying we having trouble connecting to the payment. I'm like, what the hell? Like, all right. You supposed to be grandfathered in. I know. Point. I thought you just switched right over. So I don't know what's going on. Oh, you didn't but download I, the right app. But I still got it though. So I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Jesus and Netflix Christ. is warning us too about having multiple services too. They got uh, a password, yeah, crack password, down. all they're cracking down now. They trying to get their money yeah, back. So, yeah, <laughs> okay. I don't care. They can take Netflix. I don't give a damn. So, I really don't watch Netflix yeah. as much. But that, that's another story for another right. time. Ryan, did you have a binge worthy? Real quickly, yes. Uh, there's a show on Disney Plus, and you can watch it on Apple TV. In the spirit of my most anticipated movie of 2023, into the Spider across the Spider Verse. There you go. Uh, the Spectacular Spider-Man from 2008, which unfortunately only lasts two seasons, but including the 90s show that I've watched, which I loved. It wasn't better than the animated Batman or X-Men or Superman shows, but it was good. And uh, the show that my brother and brother-in-law watched from the 60s, which gave us the pointing Spider-Man meme from that show. This is Oh, that's what from- it's from? From that original 60s show. Okay. Yeah, that's what it- there was actually an episode where a guy was robbing banks. And dressing up like Spider-Man, the cops were trying to decide who to arrest, and they were pointing at each other. Which I, mind you, by far the best post-credit scene of any comic book movie is Into the Spider-Verse, where you see Spider-Man twenty ninety-nine go to the sixty Spider-Man. Oh, that's hilarious! But uh, this show is extremely entertaining. Dads out there who have sons or daughters between the ages of five or fourteen, you will be a hero if you introduce them to this, and your child is a Spider-Man or comic book fan. Uh, this goes up there in the comic book TV show Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, it came out uh, right around, they're getting ready to launch Andrew Garfield, and there was just a lot of competition out there during 2008, which uh, might solidify that year as being the best comic book year ever because 2008, we got Robert Downey Jr. introduces Iron Man, and then Heath Ledger as the Joker and Batman. I was, those were two masterpieces that year kind of gave us the world we live in now there's three or four comic movies coming out every couple months but yeah it's on disney plus apple tv the spectacular spider-man the voice work is pristine keith david pops up on there all the villains some of them you've seen in in other movies electro green goblin they're fantastic but uh yeah under known villains like tombstone all of it makes impression each season's only 13 episodes long Dads or mothers, you will be a hero if you introduce your kids to the show. They are going to fall in love. If they got spider fever after this weekend, this is the next best thing to watch. All right. Spectacular Spider-Man. Man. I'm definitely going to watch it because I comes, need to That comes watch out it. this weekend. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That might give me something to go watch it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go watch this weekend. It's going to be a busy weekend. Yeah. yeah. I might go with you guys. Let me know if y'all go. Uh, I might try to check it out with not you, Ryan. You P-Knuckle timing. Well, if it's good, I'm yeah. seeing it again over okay. the weekend. Yeah. Okay. If I got enough money left. <laughs> 
Well, you gotta, you gotta, gotta start saving your money. Man. I, was I was trying. Either that, or you gotta start selling weed more efficiently or something. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do something better. <laughs> Drop a dollar. Point taken. All right, new releases. All right, I'm just gonna get mine, my two out the way, if y'all don't mind. The first one I watched was on Amazon Prime. It's called uh, Someone I Used to Know. And it has um, Allison Brie, I believe, and is directed by Dave Franco. You, I'm guessing There's guys, another Franco brother? Uh, remember, this is the funny one that was in the Neighbors. Oh, you know this one. Yeah. Oh, from that terrible Jamie Foxx vampire movie. Yes. Okay. His, yeah. I forgot his name is Dave. Okay. He's right, hilarious. So this is James Franco. He's, he's, he's the funny one. He's the funniest. He Franco, is yes. hilarious. So this is like, a, I guess, like a little a side project that he did with his wife because his wife is like the lead actress in this one. And it has the one guy, uh, Jay Ellis. He was um, he was one of the aviators in the Top Gun uh, Maverick movie, the black guy. That was with in the there. thick mustache? Or? Yeah. Okay. All right. And apparently he was in uh, the show uh, with um, Issa Rae. What was it? Um, Insecure? Never You ever saw that show with Issa, uh, Issa Rae? Uh, Insecure? I think it's on HBO. Uh, y'all need to check out. But he, I think he's, uh, he's also on that show. So basically, this is a woman that's like, a, she's like an executive producer of some, like, a, coincidentally, you just talking about, like, a cooking show. She's like the executive producer of, like, a dessert, like, bake-off show or something like that. And basically, her show's getting ready to get canned, and she's going back to her hometown to go visit her mom. Like, she's feeling like a failure. And then she runs into, like, this old uh, boyfriend that she used to date for a really long time, and she finds out, like, he's getting married. So basically, she takes the entire movie as, like, an opportunity to try to break up their engagement because she gets like the old feelings that she, you know that old feeling you get but you go you go back to that old thing mm-hmm. y'all ever oh, double yeah. back to that old thing it doesn't oh, always pan out uh-huh, man always like this is a cautionary tale of everybody out there who wants to double back to that old thing like for one don't do that don't go back to the old well all right find another well like go to another uh buffet table like this there's so many other options out there never go back to that old thing because you start to remember why that old thing is that old thing and exactly. she's starting to remember exactly what was going on with that so basically she takes the opportunity she tries to break up the whole engagement then she ends up finding out that hey like like this girl that he's marrying like she's what i used to be so she's kind of having like a conundrum of wanting to get him back but she realizes that the version that she is now isn't what he needs right now he needs like the version that she used to be which is this woman so overall i thought it was actually a pretty pretty solid movie it was a nice little date night romantic movie that if you want to watch it with the with the boo thing i guess you got netflix and chill like I'm gonna call it Max and Relax. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon got to come up with one if y'all want to like a catchy little phrase or something like that. You guys got to come up with something because you're losing on this one right now. <laughs> Even though you're my my favorite is Max, Netflix, Amazon. You guys got to come up with something better. Netflix and chill ain't doing shit for me anymore because nobody ain't really Netflixing anymore. I don't really watch Netflix anymore, my damn self. But if you want to watch that one, I'd say that's probably like three and a half, three and a half out of five stars. I thought it was a pretty solid one as far as like a romantic comedy. Now, let's get to this this monstrosity that I saw this weekend as a horror film. <sighs> All right, give me a minute. Now, this one stars uh, Stephen Dorff, which I know Sean loves from the Blade movie. He was the man in that. And he and uh, Emil Hirsch, something like that. I kind of remember him because I feel like he was like a, he was like an up and coming Hollywood star, and I feel like he just never caught like the break that I think he probably deserved. Is this an eighties movie? This one that I'm the the new one that I'm mm-hmm. just talking about. No, this actually came out new on um, Hulu, oh, okay. I believe. Okay, I thought you were talking about something. Now, uh, let me just get my grade out the way, and then I'll just tell you why. This one is literally half a star. Damn, damn, that's one of the worst ever. This movie is really 
really bad. I have no idea why this movie was made, but it exists, and I'm just going to have to accept it. So basically, the synopsis of this one is, like, there's, like, this group of friends that go out and rob this pawn shop. And obviously, like in any movie that we can think of, the robbery goes wrong, and then they have to change their plan. So basically, something goes wrong with the robbery. Like, the driver drives off because he freaks out or something like that. So they end up, like, taking the car of this other girl that was in the pawn shop trying to hide. And then they just drive off, and then they try to find a place to hide up until somebody can come get them. Now, they ended up at some kind of barn or something like that, and they try to hide out there, but then they find out that whatever's going on in this barn, they slowly see, like, something's off about this barn because they meet, like, the one kid that's over there, and then all of a sudden the grandfather and, like, another knockoff leather face type of, like, woman shows up. And it's just wait, knock off Leatherface woman. Yeah. A woman sounds really bad. Uh, imagine a female version of Leatherface. That's exactly sounds what this awful. woman oh, wa- was in this bad. movie. Yeah, it, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh lord, this is not going to work out at all. But I had to keep muscling through because I'm doing it for the fans. I'm doing this for all you listeners out there. I'm taking these arrows going over this hill to tell y'all, hey, there's a lot of them over there. Don't go over there. <laughs> now, this one is a definitely don't go over there type of review. Do not watch this movie, but I'll continue. So basically, this female version of Leatherface, she's basically like, I don't know, like the henchman to the grandfather who's basically like kidnapping a bunch of random people at rest stops and basically harvesting their organs and selling them on the black market. So that's what the the robbers stumble into at this barn. Now, from there, overall, it is still a really, really terrible movie. It was far too overacted on the Bill Hirsch side or whatever. He was trying way too hard to be like that. You know that that horrible cliche that they have of the gang that is like that one extra over the top psychopath that's mm-hmm. fucking up the whole thing for everybody. Popular character. He's like, oh, you didn't have to kill him. And like he's that guy. Oh. He kills somebody that doesn't need to be killed. He goes over the top and shoots somebody that doesn't need to be shot. He wants to kill everybody. He's like, he's playing that guy. Now that was his ca- that was his like his case study to go for that. He does it perfectly, but he does it way over the top, and it just makes it so intolerable in this movie. Steven Dorff, even he in the movie, he still has like somewhat of a moral compass, but overall, he can't save this movie. He tries his damnedest too, but it just isn't enough. If you guys just want something to laugh at, at the very least, yeah, go ahead. Watch this one, laugh at it, and come back and tell us all how bad this horror film is and how it shouldn't even exist. But overall, the, the price we pay, half a star. This is one of the Damn. worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I am so mad at myself for watching this, but at least I need to come back and warn you guys and say, hey, do not watch this movie. It is not worth your time. It's an hour and a half of pure, unadulterated garbage. It is trash. Damn. It is really, really bad. And I saw some really bad horror films over the years, <laughs> and it tops this one. Dang. It makes Leprechaun in the Hood look like a classic. Oh, my God. It is really, really bad, guys. It Worse is really than Jason bad. X? Oh, God. And Jason, Jason X looks, space? I really wish I watched Jason X instead. <laughs> this this one is really bad. You guys don't want to watch this. I know because, Sean, I know you're a horror fan. Ryan, you're a horror fan, too. And this one is definitely not worth the time. The kills are just terrible in this one. It wasn't that good. It just wasn't worth my time. They could have done so much better. But what's, what's the movie called again? The Price We Pay. Price We Pay. And I believe it's on Hulu. I believe, and I knew either I recognized Hulu, either name. Hulu or Peacock. I can't remember. Hmm. It might be on Peacock. But Mel yeah. Hirsch had a pretty good start to his career. I had to Google him because I know I recognize that name. I cannot put a face on him. But yeah. uh, Lords of Dogtown's good. Alpha Dog is good. 
Alpha Autopsy. Dog was amazing. Alpha I love that movie. Awesome. Autopsy of Jane Doe was Into awesome. the Wild was supposed to be like his breakout role. I thought he was going to win like an Oscar or something for that. They were gassing that. Never saw the girl next door, but I was at a fan base. It was cool. Speed Racer. They really tried. They tried to put him in the blockbuster and it bombed. It did. Better than I thought. Uh, Lone what, Survivor was a good one. Uh, the uh, Iraq War uh, movie with uh, Bradley Cooper? Uh, Lone no, Survivor that's, was Mark the, that's Mark Wahlberg. Okay. That was that was actually a pretty good that one. Was. I'm I'm that was. I'm not going to knock that That was a good one. And I forgot he was in Killer Joe. So we had a pretty... Wait, was he the fuck up in Killer Joe? Yes, he the was. The one that got beat down? Yep. Huh. That was he was good in that. He was very good in that. So he had a pretty he had a pretty solid start to his career, but he for whatever reason he just like can't get right. He didn't he didn't have like a good movie in a in a really long time. So he'll never be an A lister. But he, yeah, well, not after this not after this movie. <laughs> this is like the movie that A listers take when they just want their roof redone or something like that. Like, I don't know what he was thinking, but yeah. he was like, "Hey man, I'm about to kill the game with this one." He's like, "No, nah, this ain't it, dog. Like this ain't a comeback movie for you." Uh, the Steven Dorf kind of really never really took off either. I mean, he he was eighties. He's a good uh, child actor. He played a lot of stuff in when he was a kid, and then of course Blade. But that was it. He really? may be one of those actors yeah. that like, uh, you know, you know, first time directors or like, you know, directors that's mm-hmm. just trying to get like their resume up. He's like, hey, I just need like a big name or somebody, somebody like that. Like yeah. he may be one of those actors. Like he'll just start doing like these little B list, C list movies just right. to kind of keep working. And he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to be anything more than what he was. He's he's found the altitude that he's comfortable with. And yeah. he's flying at that. And I have no problem with that. Yeah. If you're acting and paying your bills, you're winning. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. If you just like acting, you just want to be on a movie set and that's all you want to do. Fine. I'm perfectly happy with that. I'm happy for you and your life and your career. But this one was just like so bad. I'm like, man, you really need to stop acting. This is what you're, this is the kind of work you're getting. Cause this one was really bad. It was a terrible ass movie. How's Steven Dorff looking? Do he look aged? Uh, He's got to be. You know what? Because I'm comfortable with my sexuality. He's still a handsome man. Okay. He's still okay. he's still pretty handsome. I'm he, not gonna lie. Frost. I haven't seen him like in anything Frost. since then. <laughs> I haven't seen him in nothing. You would thought he would have been an A list star for that. Right. Role. He played. I mean, I seen him when he was a kid. He was a kid actor too. He was in the Gate, that demon movie, The Gate. The Gate. When he was a little boy. I remember you told me those about little that. demons got out. He had he found a record and he played it back. Him and his friend played it backwards, but they opened some gateway to hell. <laughs> his parents went out of town living with his sister, and they opened this gate under a tree in the backyard. And these little tiny green demons was running around in the house, and they go go near the door. And he was like, he was a little kid, like maybe ten or eleven. And uh, I just always watched that as a kid, and they, it is goofy as hell. But I just remember so. these little tiny demons that he they opened this gate. It's called the gate. It's straight to tape. You would have found that at Dave's video in the back. It's straight to tape. I, I, I might have went to the theater when we Taking were those green demons yeah. look very realistic. Very realistic. Oh, it was real bad. But it was, it was kind of creepy when you were little, though. You know, so, yeah. You got a few of those. Oh, yeah. All right. Y'all got any new ones this week? Uh, Ryan? I do. You go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, you go ahead. Because I want to save Sean for last, man. Because I really want to get his opinion on the movie that he watched. Okay. Looking forward to that. I can't wait. Right. Uh saw the movie I liked better than expected. I took one for the team just to have a good date night. So... I didn't pay for it in the theater. Don't lock me up, movie police. Nah, man, they ain't got time to go after us. <laughs> watched a very great bootleg of The Little Mermaid. I took one for the team. Oh, okay, because I was trying to watch it this weekend with my niece, but I just never made it off the campground. So, hmm. uh, No rush. I, it's It's good, but this is a movie I fully expected to not like at all. So for me to give it a passing grade of, I'll give it three stars out of five, and Honestly, I can say this is the most visually spectacular movie I've seen probably since uh, Avatar 2, The Way of Water. 
Um, mm. the, I think uh, if you're contemplating seeing 3D, this one looks like uh, it would absolutely be worth it. The visuals are absolutely stunning. And the new aerial is a freaking star. Haley this, Bailey? Bailey. Yeah. Man, her Now, is this one on of her. the better uh, live-action remakes that they've done so far, you think? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That, that's a plus, because I was worried about that part. Um, I still think, I, I still have yet to see Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella, which I heard were actually not that bad. Cinderella was cool. Bo- Beauty and the Beast is my, that's my, <laughs> that's one of my better ones right there. Aladdin is still might be, it might be the better one so far of the, the Disney remakes. This is about on that Aladdin level. <laughs> okay, um, that's and, not bad. That, that's actually good you said that. Because I didn't think the Aladdin remake would be any good either. And uh, I wholeheartedly agree with the take you had on a previous episode where uh, just like I don't think uh, there will ever be a better Joker than Heath Ledger, there will never be a better genie than Robin Williams in that animated Aladdin. I told you, that's the best casting ever. Best casting ever. It might be my favorite role of his, and that's saying a lot. But Will Smith did a good job in that, and I like both the leads in that. So that is one of the downfalls of the Little Mermaid live-action remake. Uh, outside of Haley Bailey and Melissa McCarthy, was absolutely was a pretty good villain in this, actually. Oh, she played the Ursula? She did play Ursula. Okay. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the visuals, when she turns into that big Kraken, is uh, pretty entertaining. But visuals and the absolute stunningness of Haley Bailey, she's she's a star. So uh, who knows if what her movie career would do, but... At the very least, hopefully her music career, because the voice on her is outrageous. She's very talented. I hope record producers are lining up to make some classic albums for her. She's a star. And, uh, yeah, Disney's going to make a billion dollars in merchandise just off her aerial alone. I guarantee it. Uh, wasted oh. Javier Bardem as uh, He's in King, there? King Triton. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but on the plus side, um, when they introduce his seven or eight daughters... Good Lord. Oh, my God. I would risk a fight with King Triton. This, the, his daughters are super fine. Every mermaid in this is super fine. So, dads, if you got to take a girl or your daughter or anything, you'll, you will at least be entertained by the visuals and the super fine females in this. Color me pleasantly surprised. This is Top of the Mountain live action remake. I still think that title goes to The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book is was absolutely stunning. But uh, this is worth watching. I, I think uh, if you are forced, my male buddies, to sit through this, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised, and I fully intended to not like it. So I'll give it a passing grade of a B minus, three out of five. That's worth pretty, watching that's just for good. Haley Bailey alone. Absolutely. Oh, so the white people can't be mad at a black mermaid? That's, that's ridiculous in the first place. Absolutely. Right, sounds I didn't bad. know what they were getting mad about. I was like, really? It's like, seriously? Like, a black mermaid is where y'all draw the line? And it what pisses me off is that... Um, they consider that woke culture. Why? Woke culture is... We got yeah. a black genie, and they almost lost their mind over that one shit. I'm telling you. you should, I don't know if you remember when they had John Boyega being the first face of a stormtrooper. People were losing their minds. More than Michael B. Jordan being the Flash, or not the Flash, but uh, Johnny Flame? Yes. This is Star Wars we're talking about here. Yeah, I didn't... I, when... Uh, yeah, I, most people don't know that uh, Flame and the super stretchy girl are brother and sister... And it kind of worked. If there's one positive of that, him being a foster child and being her brother, that wasn't bad. It, it, was, it was their version of Doctor Doom. And uh, well, it was thing. a bad movie altogether. It was, it it was terrible. It. Yes, it was. It was. It was bad. But I think you guys will be pleasantly surprised. Now, this next one, 
You must find a way to watch it. Another pleasant surprise, which I thought would be probably in a two and a half star, three star movie. The marketing for this is terrible, but this movie is five stars, and that's Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Please, whatever you do, find a way to see this movie. If it's still playing in the theater, you got some extra money, go see it in the theater. This is one of the best movies of the year. I guarantee this is going to end up in my top 10 list. And I really was not that excited to watch it. And uh, keep your expectations low. I think you'll be blown away just like I was. Uh, it's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it. And uh, this is a, even though we've had a plethora of Afghanistan and war in the Middle East and war on terror movies, this one absolutely feels unique because this is a storyline they haven't touched on yet about the uh, Afghanistan translators who worked with the military to translate as they're going on these suicide missions. Oh, I do right. remember this trailer. Is it where like, the translator like kind of saves his life and he goes back to try to find him or yes, something like that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, the payoff for him actually going back to save him is absolutely worth it because uh, he really went through hell. I and I don't think this is based on a true story, which I'm okay with, but it definitely highlights – a forgotten part of that war on terror, which officially is over. And it takes place in 2018 in Afghanistan. And Jake Gyllenhaal just plays a sergeant uh, who uh, whose whole squad almost gets killed. And it's just him and his translator left. He gets wounded. His translator has to haul him over 10 miles through enemy territory back to the military base. And he these translators were promised a uh, passport and American visa to be U.S. citizens if they completed their tour of duty. And when Jake Gyllenhaal gets sent home and finds out his buddy who saved his life and put his own life in danger, he goes back to get him out. Action scenes are incredible, and I just got to say, I love the stripped-back Guy Ritchie. You guys heard me lose my mind with Guy, that Guy Ritchie, Jason Statham over there robbing. Uh, oh, Wrath of Man. Wrath of Man, yeah, mm -hmm. they, they're robbing those bank trucks. But I, I, I'm a bigger fan of this Guy Ritchie than over-stylized dialogue and camera move Guy Ritchie. If you're a Guy Ritchie fan or just an action movie fan or just a good movie fan, this is a must-see. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant is one of the best movies of the year. Five out of five. I don't think I'm overhyping. You guys are going to be blown away just like I was. Please find a way to watch that. I think that is on Amazon Prime. What's it right called now. again? The Covenant. The Covenant, the Covenant with Jake Gyllenhaal. With better marketing, this movie would be in the best picture. When I think of that, I think I feel like I made a movie called The Covenant with, with, with witches, like uh, those well, witches and vampires, vamp some kind of shit. shit like that. They were I like warlocks. I think that's why they put that guy Richie's on it. Okay, because that, I think a lot of that titles name have had used that. the Covenant for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure, sounds but, like a terrible movie. Yes. That came out in the two thousands. It does actually. When I was in the Airbnb, I watched this movie called the. Before I get onto my Fast X. I watched Missing with uh, Nia Long. I wanted to see that. I wanted to watch that. That's on Netflix, right? <laughs> ah, yeah, Netflix. Another Netflix. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. It was too much behind the camera. Behind. Let's get on Facebook. Use Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The whole movie is about her finding her mom, but using all the technology. Is the whole movie in FaceTime? It's, it's like, like a FaceTime. FaceTime almost the whole entire movie is almost like that. Yeah. And that's just getting on my nerves. I don't like. I didn't like. I didn't like it. Pretty I experimental. Was, I, I, yeah, it was getting on my nerves with her talking through the computer. Like you said, it was pretty much on Facetime. Um, her mom goes on goes to Colombia with her boyfriend, her new boyfriend, or her stepdad, and uh, she's trying to have a party at home. So she can't wait for him to leave, but they never come back, and she's trying to find out what happened. And so you know, 
further things and you know and, and incur and all that stuff with it. It just wasn't what I thought. I didn't like the behind the the, the face FaceTime type stuff, talking through the computer to other people across the world trying to find her mom. I understand that's probably what you would try to use, but it was just the whole time it was like that. It, it kind of reminded me of like what was that one show that was on Netflix? Unfriend was, me or some shit like. Or maybe it wasn't that, or maybe I was thinking about clickbait. Clickbait, no, it's it's in that realm, but clickbait was not like this, where they was just using Facebook and the whole time it's a FaceTime. Let's FaceTime this person. Let's talk to this person and her and this. So it's all digital yeah, investigation. Yeah, basically, shit. yeah, it's all her investigating through the web and the internet and FaceTime and Twitter and Instagram. Nah. It could be gimmicky. I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not my thing. Not my... I could see somebody liking... Maybe teenagers and people in their 20s might like that. Did it have a good twist at the end at the very least? It, this, it was decent. I saw it coming. You know I mean? You will see it coming as you're watching it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it, it, it... I could see somebody liking it. I gave it... Because I saw the trailer. Yeah. It, it's, I thought it would be good and we started watching it and I, I gave it... I gave it two brownie points. Uh, I thought the I thought the actor did good. The main actor I can't remember her name. Jean something. Uh, oh, Storm Reed is her name. I remember and, her. She was in that damn yeah. that bullshit ass Oprah Winfrey movie about. Oh, God, had, I like, love her. It? Right. No. 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 Um, no, no, no the, the other bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Had uh, Ava DuVernay, the director. Oprah Winfrey. Oh, oh uh, the wrinkle in time. That, a wrinkle in time. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. that's a movie obviously not made for us. Not for us at all. And this one, I, I thought it would, I gave it a chance. Uh, she's just using all the latest technology to track down her mom. I know that's what you would do in real life. That's all we have, to, you know, we can do. But um, it's just, that's too much of that. It was too much of behind a camera the whole time or behind a FaceTime or behind a, a, a camera on the, on, the, on the laptop. I can see a, that yeah. being a big turn off. Yeah, I was getting them under. Like, all right, let's see what, let's use a regular camera and videotape this. And, you know, it sounds like a big gimmicky. It's a gimmick. It's a little bit gimmicky. And so that was, was one, that was one I watched that was fairly new. Uh, that's on Netflix if you want to give it a try. And I didn't enjoy it. And of course, I saw as we had downtime in California waiting to check into one of our rooms. Um, we decided there was a mall right there, and we went we went into there. It's called the Metro Lux. That's what the theaters are called. And we went into the Metro Lux and you go up an escalator to go in. It's pretty dope. You go up an escalator into the theater. It's pretty dope. Sweet. Yes, in the mall, the way to get in the theaters up an escalator. It's, Sounds awesome. It's really dope. Just the way it was set up. But anywho, great experience as the theater was very nice. Great experience in the theater. Uh, but the movie, we all know, Fast X, it's just not for me. But I will say, Jason Momoa... I enjoyed Jason Momoa's character. I don't know much about it because I hadn't seen the last couple. I'm all mixed up. Um, I this is if you leave, like we always say. I know you don't like this term, Ryan, but leave your brain at home, turn your brain off. You might enjoy it. Yeah, I don't like that. You don't term. like I don't that. Think term. That's impossible. It's impossible. But that's you. If you go in with the notion that this is what this is going to be about, that's why I enjoy you, these. And movies. you like that kind of thing? Yeah. But yeah, you I think don't you're going to see some Academy realistic Award. stuff and. Uh, yeah, you're not going to see anything realistic. Like I told you, I saw Vin Diesel hit a crane, and the crane hit him and knocked him into a a a, 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 a big ass rock or a concrete wall. Flew through the air, hit that, smashes the side of it. He just falls straight to the ground, speeds off. Like it was just yeah. Really crane bad. turns perfectly yeah. and knocked the bomb oh, in the river. Oh my gosh! It's Saved just, Rome in that, the process. That ball was rolling forever. That ball bomb, that ball that was a it caught on fire at one point, just rolling all the way down fucking Rome. Nobody could stop it. They hitting it with the car, trying to slam on brakes on the side of it. It's just ah, it's just bad. Like I couldn't believe how bad. I knew you guys said it was bad, but I couldn't believe at how they took it there. I can't believe how high they were willing to go. 
as far as the unrealistic stuff. You know what I mean? John Cena, he had a couple good parts. I didn't mind John Cena. Him and the little boy had a nice little dynamic I thought was pretty cool until the little boy did a damn dive through the air and fell into another car, crossed the highway. Yep. Like, this, what? You're not serious here. You know, and my dad is not a fan, and he falls asleep through the movies, and he's falling asleep through this. And I just hear him say, now nah, nah, that's ridiculous there. That's all he would say. Now nah, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Because it's obvious that it's ridiculous. But if you're into that kind of thing, I can see you liking it. Jason Momoa is the only reason I'm going to give it the grade. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it two brownie points. If it was for Jason Momoa, I'll give it one. It, I, he got a whole one brownie point just because he was doing good. I thought he was a great villain. I like he looked like he was having a blast. He looked like he role. was having a good time being sadistic as fuck. Yeah, you know I mean, like I really dug him yeah. in that yellow suit. I yeah. wish been, I wish his character would have been more serious. Right, him in that yellow suit at the beginning was fucking badass. Yeah, when he told his dad, you know, and I like I like that part. You know, his dad told me, "I want you to torture him. I don't want you to kill him. I want you to torture him." And he took that to heart. He really wanted to torture them because you can't kill them; it's impossible. So he just has to torture them. You know, I mean, they're invincible at this point. You can't good kill point. Vin Diesel. They really you know, are. You can't kill Vin Diesel. You know, it was a couple good fighting, decent fighting scenes. I thought that was. I thought the hand to hand combat. It was some were good, good, decent fighting scenes with um, Charlie Sturron and uh, Michelle. She Reed. had a good one at the beginning. They had a good fight. Yeah, they had an instru- uh, interesting fight. Yeah, had a good fight in the beginning. Uh, John Cena whooped some ass there. Uh, one thing I wanted to say was the girl who um, is it Vin Diesel's sister who was in the house. And she fought the SWAT team members. Who, who's that character? Oh yeah, Jordan Brewster, yeah. Uh, Mia, like um, yeah, Paul, Paul Walker's, Walker's wife. Well, she was punching them in the face. They had that no was ridiculous. Yeah, she's hitting them in the face. I'm like, all yeah, right, the whole now. team knows kung fu now. Yeah, she's punching these dudes. You ever punched a helmet? Like, come on, your hand no broken, no swollen. The only time I see something like that, and I didn't think it was ridiculous, is when Captain America punched like (laughs) Iron Man in the helmet. Right, but Captain America is souped up. These people that I did see John Wick. Um, I saw uh, armor. Deflecting off people's helmet, and then he threw a clip at some of my dudes. Like, all right, he fell back. Like, come on, you were just That's, getting blocked by bullets, and this yeah, clip made you fall yeah, down. Yeah, it's just ridiculous to 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 ten. All it's on the ten as far as ridiculous. I knew it was going to be bad, but I didn't know it was going to be quite this bad. But like I said, if you got the stomach for that and you kind of like this kind of stuff, then you you're gonna it's not gonna let you down. But if you don't like it already going in, you you're gonna not like this one. Yeah, it's not gonna convert. Yeah, you it's, a not, it's not gonna change you over. Some action scenes, uh, like the plane dropping out of the plane, I talked about that earlier. It's just, all right, I knew that was coming, but it looked even worse in the movie. Like, all right. It really did. (laughs) It looked bad. So I can't believe they get away with that stuff. But there is an audience for it, I'm sure. I give it two brownie points. Um, The reason we saw it is because it was the only thing playing. We would have saw anything else, I'm sure. But it was the only thing playing. We needed to buy three hours, and it, it worked perfectly. We checked in the theater. You never heard a word. My dad never spoke a word of it. It was almost like we saw something we shouldn't have saw. You know what I mean? Like he never spoke a word of the movie. You know, so I give it two brownie points. I don't need to see that ever again. So, I think Fast yeah. and Furious at this point, they're not trying to win new fans. They're yeah. just trying to entertain the fans that they already have. That's committed to the yeah, franchise. Yeah, there's True. some committed fans. But yeah, even those bail eventually. Yeah, and I do think the reason people keep going to see it is because. They love this cast a lot. Brie Larson didn't do anything. I like, told you she, she was useless. She, she was got looking shot fine in the shoulder and was completely done. Like in the shoulder blade. That, I thought she got shot in the chest. I'm like, wait a minute, she got she got shot in the shoulder blade. Uh, 
just fall down. And she shit. might have been uh, the only one yeah. that got hurt in the whole movie. Yeah, That's yeah, serious. yeah. And you can't. Yeah, it's just I forgot about her. She looked good, and of course, she always looks good to me. But they didn't need Brie Larson's character. They didn't need that Jason or the Statham. new dude that's yeah. supposed to be like the agency for Myth. Like he takes over for like Mister Nobody, oh, yeah, the yeah, Jack Reacher yeah. guy. And I saw that coming. As far as his browser was terrible. Yeah, he was. Gold he looked like he was about as dark as me. I was and like, that, "What the hell's going on with you, bro?" Yeah, my dad laughed at the Rock when he said, uh, "What did he say? Come get some or something." He smashed the phone. My dad laughed out loud at that. He thought that was funny. But like, come get was, some, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought that was funny, but uh, he 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 fell asleep a good three times in this movie. So it wasn't enough action for him, you know. So uh, like I said, it's just for the people who loves it. That girl with the short hair—I don't remember nothing. She did nothing. Oh, I don't the, remember the mom. No, no, the girl who's the tech. Oh, girl. the the. Well, oh, damn, what's her name? name? Cypher or something Cypher, like that? Cypher, yeah, they always with Ludacris. I told you, they didn't do anything new with Cypher, Tyrese, yeah. or Ludacris. they Not just the same people in the same movie. And even Mia, her being in the movie, having her little fight scene all of a sudden. It's like, man, when the hell did they all become secret agents? Right. Dead serious. And they kind of hinted at Tyrese and Ludacris had like a rivalry going on. Almost like they were like, they came to blows at one point. That's pretty consistent with their characters. Oh, okay. And then they started shaking hands. Oh, my brother, I love you. After I tried to kill you and fight you. It's just, eh, yeah, it's, they both I like this girl I, I, with the short hair. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Ludacris, so I already was disgracing that. I like Ludacris's music, but not his acting. This scene here that we're particularly watching was a pretty decent scene. Uh, but the rest, you know, I just, I can live without Fast X. I can never. Yeah, remember. you mean Jason Statham just showed up for nothing? For no reason. Yeah. Just to get, hey, man, you got five minutes to, to make a movie scene for us? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody's John Wick, you know, so. Yeah. Well, at least Jason said that it makes sense he why he fight. knows what to yeah, do. he can fight. Everybody else, because remember when the film Fast and Furious 6, everybody got their asses whooped? Yeah. It's like the whole new, like a whole new movie on the next one. It's like everybody know how to fight. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was one of the happen? better scenes of Fast X, them getting their ass whooped by that Asian dude. That was great. Yeah, it's, it's completely over top. These last two are by far the worst of the franchise, 9 and 10. Or the worst of the ten film franchise, the other eight get a passing grade. Yeah, so yeah, uh, eight gets a three out of five for me. Uh, Fast and Free, the fourth one, and Tokyo Drift, that, those get three and four grades. But yeah, Fast Five is the highlight of the franchise for, in my opinion, that's when it peaked, and uh, they really should have just ended it at seven. Seven was a perfect ending to the franchise. These are all cash grabs. They're just going to keep putting as many big names in here as possible. And they don't even care if we see it in the United States. No. This movie's probably make maybe 150. I guarantee you it's going to make at least 500 million overseas. Which that's why I think you're seeing The Rock come back and uh Wonder Woman come come back in this franchise cuz yeah, their DC universe is over. Yeah. This movie's going to make more than Black Adam did. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. But domestically, I don't think it's going to cross 200. No, it's that's a guarantee. It definitely. Won't. I don't think the last one did. I don't even think Fast Nine did, but it because it only did like what sixty minutes. something this opening weekend. That's another yeah. scene. When did he? Uh, what's his name? Uh, John Cena turned that thing into like something I would see on. He turned it into Mad Max. Car. Yeah, yeah, that thing that or flew, that plane that, that flew, flew out of the plane. That, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, Come little kid blowing well, cars up. <laughs> It kind of made sense when you talk about like he was like a he was like some kind of agent okay. for all those years before he came back. Or into Dom's life, so it kind of made sense why he has like that background of knowing like all that super secret agent shit. But Vin Diesel and everybody else makes no sense at all. all right, Even Ludacris being a genius makes no sense. This was ridiculous. Not hinted at at all. In his Not first at all. Movie. And then they he outran a bomb after a shock. The sh- the bomb goes off, and he his car Every, didn't get his hit. car got you know I, shit. Uh, what's it called? Vibranium in it. 
You know what I mean? Because it doesn't hit every car shoots up in the air except for really? Vin Diesel. He's ah and it just drops back down. Everybody else car thirty feet in the air. But he's got, you know, vibranium in the trunk of his shit and he can't Even go him driving off the dam at the end made oh, no sense. Oh, my dad was like, that. now that's what he was like, that would have hit and blew up. I'm like, of course. I'm like, that. seriously, they could yeah. at least put a parachute on a car to yeah. make it more realistic. Right, like, cause you're not going to just land and then roll down the rest of the dam. And, and, oh, my God. With your yeah. son in the car. <laughs> this guy would have had a heart attack. This that. car is the most indestructible car. They need to put that in twisted metal. Whatever you have to accept, like, it's just the the idiocracy that Fast and Furious is. Yeah. You just have to accept that this is the world that they made, and we just have to live in it for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I think so. So, so I'm you're not, not going to see any more in the theater, it sounds like. I, you I, know, I'm a little I, bit intrigued to see the next one, only because I want to see if Ludacris right. and Tyrese are dead. You yeah. know that damn well. They're not. Like right. I said, they don't They would have. They would have showed it in Mad Morgan. And impact. they didn't explain how the hell that Gail Godot all of a sudden survived. Not at all. Yeah, they would have landed in a field of marshmallows somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought like Mr. Nobody caught her. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Vin Diesel don't drive his car where they land and he the, the plane lands on top of her somehow. You know, it's just it's that ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And why was she missing this whole time? Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, where does Gal Gadot go? I mean, and how yeah. We and saw even, you fall to your death, and now you're piloting a submarine. And even bringing Han back in the last film made no sense. It didn't really pay off on anything. Yeah, not know, really. No, no not at man. all. They just—they're doing all this. It's their relationship. Uh, seeing her with uh, with him, I enjoyed that in Fast Six. I enjoyed that. Yeah, because in the last one, uh, Kurt Russell's character say he recruited Han because he trusted um, uh, Gail Gadot's character. So even he thinks that she's dead. Is wow, her being alive made no too. sense? Is Brie Larson Kurt Russell's daughter? Daughter. Okay, that, I, I kind of put those together. Okay. <laughs> So that's but even she then, her, got but even then, she's still a useless ass character in this movie. Useless. If you take her out, it doesn't change anything Bad at all. It, it, it was just it was just a cash grab just to put her in the movie because they know her movie's gonna bomb. Like I said, the Marvels is gonna bomb. Definitely not. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman ain't coming back. Jason Momoa. They're probably gonna end like this Aquaman shit. It's like, hey, man, just give, just give everybody a, a job right now, man. Everybody, come come on the set, man. We'll we'll make up some shit for you, and we'll just call it good. I guarantee you that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers and DC even bringing the up. Rock back was still kind of like, ugh, damn. I thought they was beefing. They so desperate, they got the Rock back out of there. Well, Adam Black Adam bombed, so they kind of had to do something. The Rock needs a new franchise. He thought it was gonna be him and Superman running yeah. the franchise. Yeah, yeah well, one and I done. Th- I thought Hobbs and Shaw was was good. I did right. enjoy how I keep strong. forgetting about it. I, yeah. It was all right. If you want to put, can you put that with the Fast and Furious? Yes. Fans? Yeah, you can. Well, yeah, you kind of have to. But that's a, that's all. Just like movies. how you do Tokyo Drift, even though it does feel like a spinoff, and that's not a play on words just because of a pun. But they call that Fast and the Furious, though, right? What's that? Yeah. Tokyo Fast Drift. Yeah, Furious, Tokyo Drift. That was the first one. Didn't have Paul Walker or uh, Vin Diesel. They don't call Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw. It's just Hobbs and Shaw, right? They, just, I think on this said uh, I think Fast, Fast and, and Furious presents. presents. Oh yep. wow. Okay. 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 Yeah. Because so, yeah, the Statham character was introduced in Fast Seven as a bad guy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that should. I, and yeah. that's another thing. The villains, Jason Momoa, will be on their team next. You know what I mean? Like he just switch over and once he gets defeated. Then the villains goes. have been consistently solid. If there's one positive of this franchise, the cast is. Very likable. The bad guys have been pretty top. I've liked all the bad guys. But John Cena switched over. Now he's on the good side, right? Yeah. Okay, I take that back. I didn't like him as a bad guy (laughs) in in nine. That was pretty bad, actually. And and still, I remember Sean. You remember Hobbs and Shaw, right? Yeah, I like Hobbs. They never revealed who the bad guy was in that. The one that was in control of uh, Idris Elba. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Like the little digitized voice they were talking to at the end. Oh, yeah. Remember they never. That was guaranteed getting. I thought for sure they were going to say that was Charlize Theron, but I don't think it was her. 
it's still some other bad guy that's a play in this whole franchise. They haven't revealed it yet. Huh. So, yeah, maybe, maybe it'll come back into fruition. Like, yeah. maybe Jason Momoa's that bad guy all along, or maybe they'll bring back somebody else that we didn't think was dead yet. So it had been like a 10-year span for Jason Momoa. He had been earning to get them for like 10 years. Yeah, it's been like a while. That. Yeah. yeah. So he's been doing all this this stuff behind the scenes, getting everything ready, and all of a sudden, and, just bam, he comes out of nowhere. And The Rock was the one who shot his dad. Yeah. He made it seem like, okay. And that's what I kept thinking. I was like, man, you think that the, you think Vin Diesel killed your dad? I think The Rock shot him. And I was like, yeah. uh, and I was like, you got to bring The Rock back to get his comeuppance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, but overall, I have to say it was still a pretty shitty movie. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I tried to warn you. Hey, he was better off watching Little Mermaid. We I both think. did. I wanted to see Little Mermaid. I wanted to see that. I was watching the book club. I was trying to get that one. But <laughs> watch some old had, ladies. That was until 2 o'clock. So we're like, fuck. We, it was a 1230 show. It was a matinee. We couldn't beat that. We got some popcorn. We were just chilling. We were tired from the flight. It worked out perfectly. But that that was the only thing playing. So, But, hey, at least like I said, I've seen it. So. Oh, at least you didn't hate it, sounds like. I didn't hate it, hate it. I couldn't. I didn't throw up after the movie. But walking out, we just looked at each other. My dad like, this is just ridiculous. Absolutely. I honestly feel like. To, to, like, think that they could do this. It's you know? bad. And, um. I look at these movies kind of the way that uh, the um, that franchise where you can't one day a year it's legal to kill and you everybody the purge the purge yes all those movies to me are C plus B minus at the best same with Fast and the Furious but there are people that love those movies I actually, to death I well I can't say I liked all the purge but I like the purge better than Fast and Furious. I understand yeah the, the, the purge all the purge movies are better than Fast Ten and Fast Nine yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, that ain't saying much. Not saying a lot. All right, now as far as future projects, what's coming out this weekend? Uh, Across the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, I've been waiting for this. Now there's a movie. I bet you guys probably seen it, but I heard it's super dope. That Sisu. I was gonna rent I that over the weekend. That. Okay. I heard that it's the one dude that he gets like you know, ambushed Nazis. by Nazis yeah, after he steals yeah. gold, and basically he's like, I don't know. It, it kind of looks like it has like an inglorious bastards kind of vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got that on hard drive, so if you guys you got, got time for a movie night, I'd yeah. like to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to spend $30 just to rent a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let me know. Yeah, we'll plug it into the Xbox or PlayStation. We can have a little movie night. Sisu. Yeah, There's, it, whenever a foreign movie, or especially the action movie, gets a theatrical release in the United States, it's got to be pretty damn good because, yeah, uh, these other countries have a thriving movie industry themselves. It's not like the United States, but... They buy all most of our crap, but you don't hardly see any foreign action movies get theatrical releases here. But believe me, they're coming out every week, just like they do here in the States. So for a movie that looks like it was made in the Ukraine or Finland or somewhere to get a theatrical release, it must be damn good. Uh, I do want to see that. Yeah, I do want to see that. So what's next? Across the Spider-Verse, that comes out this weekend. Then the week after that's supposed to be the Transformers. Yeah. Rise of the Beast, and then a week after that is supposed to be the Flash. Right after that, and then I think it's, I think that same weekend is supposed to be the um, the Blackening. I do really want to watch that one. Wait, the, is that the, Marlon Wayans? That, no, no, this is the the black horror film one. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. I I yeah. like, I'm going like to watch that. that on behalf of all of us, just so I know I that this movie that. is is going to be as great as I think it was. I hope you're right. So, it looks bad to it, me. It looks pretty damn funny. I'm not going to lie. Every time I see the trail, I was like, damn, that looks pretty good. And I think also at the end of June, it's supposed to be the Indiana Jones and I think the No Hard Feelings movie yeah, for, yeah. with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Does that Pixar movie come out this month? That um, uh, What is that? Uh, the Elementals? Elementals, yeah. Does that come out? That comes out 
That comes out June 16th. Damn, this yeah. is a crowded month. I know. This is going to be a very crowded month. So I'm trying to trying to plan my attack on all this stuff because right after that in July, I'm probably going to watch Miss Impossible at least four or five times in theaters because I've been waiting for Tom Cruise movie to come out for a long time. And I guess if y'all into it, the, the Barbie movies will, will be coming out sometime next month. And I think there was one other one. Okay, I was thinking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. Does that, that come, come out in June? That comes out in August. So I got some time for that one. I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, this is going to be a very crowded month right now yeah, yeah. But that's a good sign for movie theaters it uh looks like covid's in the rear view because uh it's where the summer box office usually is for most of mm-hmm. our time growing up it, nope. it's, it's usually yeah june this sounds really crowded i'm surprised they they crammed all their movies in that one month i would have spread it out to at least go out to august or something like that you would think i mean come on now like they got transformers coming out then the week after that is a flash that's and too that's, close. And, that, that's been and the week for before like all years. that was supposed to be the Spider-Man one. Yeah, yeah they're not giving themselves a, enough chance to have like a good box office run with all these movies coming out. I want to spread out a little bit more, but that's just me. Because I can't imagine The Flash is going to move its release date. And, you know, of course, we got to wait for Oppenheimer, which comes out in July, I think, late July. The mm-hmm. more and more I watch this, the more intrigued I am now. Like, man, I really want to see this. Yeah, Manhattan Project is real deal. Yeah, this is this is, Ameri- this, this is history. This is a story on Atomic Bomb, right? Yeah, the yeah. Manhattan Project. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Who would have thought that a movie about a bomb was going to be so damn Which we got from Germany, true. right? I mean, didn't the Nazis have their hands on it at one yes. point? And that's well, I mean. some of them. Well, they hinted in this in The Winter Soldier. When uh, they went in that bunker and that guy who was the number two for uh, Red Mask. Oh, uh, oh, the Red Skull. The, Red Skull, sorry. You mean Zola? Was that his name? Remember, he was like in digital form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Zola. And he, yeah, they even mentioned that. It's actual real American history. Project Paperclip, the best scientist and they took engineers, yeah. they were allowed to become U.S. citizens. The entire NASA program was the guy who invented the first V2 rocket. Um I'm drawing a blank on his name, but yeah, NASA is is created by Nazi missile scientists. Apparently, Heydrich Himmler. They, oh, not Heydrich. I'm sorry. Per, apper, apper, well, what I heard was that they 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 was close to making it for Hitler, and they realized what he could have done with it, big time. Yeah, and they decided that. Well, Thank they, God that. Didn't yeah, happen. they they didn't end up making it, and then they came over here and helped us, and that's what we dropped on uh, Hiroshima, right? Yeah, yeah. which is uh, that's still one of the more iconic videos in. Uh, and pop culture is hearing seeing Oppenheimer uh, regret what he made, and he was calling himself the destroyer of worlds. Mm. You could tell there was regret after the fact that it right. worked, and seeing that now we do have the technology to kill every human being on Earth if we're not careful. Wow, I can imagine that takes an emotional toll on you. I, I, yeah, I definitely want to see this. I like that kind of stuff. All right, now any other new movies y'all looking forward to I want to see Transformers man I I'm, I do I want to see it I want to see because I, I this is a different spin it's not Michael Bay it's not it's a different director correct right yes director movie. of Creed 2 okay so gotta support got, the black film black yeah he's got a chance um, I like apparently this takes place in the 90s so we're going to go back looks does like. it yeah that's yeah, pretty sweet yeah so we're not going to be present day uh, so it looks like this is Optimus Prime before he we met him with Shia LaBeouf apparently so um, he still had the different kind of semi truck with the flat face the semi. So that's yeah, the, the one. timeline always yeah. confuses me. You know, yeah. What what version of this we're supposed to be getting? Right. Just like they say in this new Indiana Jones movie, is supposed to be these events supposed to be taking place before that uh, Crystal Skull movie. Really? Huh. That's what I think. I think and that that's was what in I the heard. Fifties. 
So I think there's supposed to be, or if not most of the movie, but it's supposed to be like parts of the movie. It's supposed to be showing stuff that happened before the Crystal Skull one. So if they're doing that, okay, I kind of understand why. Because if you don't want <laughs> Harrison Ford to be in that movie looking old as shit, you gotta you gotta like de-age him. That de-aging technology they're using more and more lately. So if it works, it works. But he better I, not be full sprinting anywhere. Anymore. One thing I want to say: he's sprinting in like thirty years. <laughs> before we move on, I did watch half of the Mother with J Lo. What'd you and think? Not bad. Okay. It's not uh, bad. I don't I really like J Lo. It's not bad. I could see J Lo in this way. I, did you, you see right. her in the dress with the back out? I didn't get that far. The Ooh. last thing I saw was her running from this dude in the parking garage because we were leaving to, to go to the wedding. And we was watching the mother in the background. I'm like, this ain't bad. I kind of want to watch the rest of it. So I might. Yeah, I, thought I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It's not bad. It's not bad. Nice little setup to it. Um, Way better than Fast X, I guarantee you. Yeah, it seemed like it. But I just, I just, if I can get over my dislike of J-Lo, I'll watch the rest of it. I don't, I don't understand it. I just don't like J-Lo. I don't know what it is. As an actress or I just as a person? I don't like her as a person. Like, I just she is going. a diva. Yeah, she would get real. I don't know how Ben Affleck puts up with her shit. Oh, that's what she, well, that's what he... That's what he married. Yeah, true. He, he got a couple. Yeah, it's, it's twice. It's, it's the second time around, so he knows everything he's getting into. But yeah, yeah, she's 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 really good in that. Yeah, good good action star in this for sure. Well worth watching. Okay. Now, any other headlines we got to get to this week? The right. only one that I saw that just only because we talked about this about a couple weeks ago with the uh, Robert De Niro. Apparently, Al Pacino was having another baby. What? Al you gotta be kidding me. He's 127 years old. <laughs> That's serious. Yeah. You have got to be kidding me. What? I know. It it literally just popped up on my phone as alert that his girlfriend is eight months pregnant. He's in his late he's, he's eighty three now. Okay. Oh Damn. my god. He's senior citizen. I don't know what is going on. They they should have been cut off from this a long time. His I don't think Seaman still worked at that. His age. grandkids got kids, probably. You know, like at this I know point. he about to, his kid gonna <laughs> his, his kids gonna have like a great grandbrother. <laughs> it's gonna be weird as hell. Stop, Uncle Charlie. <laughs> Put that down. Oh man, this is gonna be a weird yeah, ass family. That's weird. I'm about to say, what are you trying to do, man? Give uh, Robert Nero's kids somebody to play with? I guess That's so. Serious. All right. They can, they can play in some new Bob uh, movies when we're in senior citizens, you know. So anything you can do, I can do better. I guess, him. man. What the hell? I, I I don't know. It's it's just a thing. I I've, I've heard about this, and even in the '60s. When you're in your 60s, I've been here about men still having babies. I'm like, Ugh. Well, you know, uh, I don't know about all that. But once yeah. he started getting in like 70s and now 83, it's like, man, what the hell are you thinking? You think you're going to live forever? I wouldn't even think I could get somebody pregnant at that age. Yeah, especially though, he's had a young wife because when women get in their 40s and 50s, they can't, they can't have babies like that. So it's got to be somebody that's very young who can continue to, uh, you know, Reproduce at that point because women has to be in their thirties or a jeopardy, let alone forties and fifties and sixties. He's in his eighties, you know, so he's got to have at least a thirty-some-year-old or forty-year-old at least. So, all right, well, more, more power to him. I already had my ran out for Robert De Niro, and maybe but, the woman knows that he's not going to be around, and so she's yeah. At, you know, at that point, you know, that's not going to uh, be like a kid you're going to raise. At that yeah. point, it's just more like a legacy thing. You yeah. have like your yeah. your child just like walking earth. It's like, oh man, that's like a it's Al Pacino's kid. Right. You can be getting thousand dollars a week on child support. Better that more than that. I don't know how yeah. many kids he has, but I know Robert De Niro had quite a few. Yeah, I mean, he's just going to watch his dad a Scarface. Even that's before. Our time, when Scarface came out, early 80s or late 82, 70s? 82, Yeah, we weren't even born yet, so damn. 
Jesus Christ. Huh. It's, it's, it's a dog, what's the other one? Dog Day Afternoon or something like that? Like That was those, the 70s one. Yeah. He was in The Godfather. That was one of my that mom's favorite movies, The Dog Day Afternoon. She loved that movie. She used to tell me about that. I had never seen it, and I watched it one time. This is dope. Very yeah. dope. Yeah. All right. Any other headlines that we miss? Anybody else got somebody pregnant? <laughs> not not yet. I didn't get that call yet. <laughs> you guys said Max is not living up to the hype? It don't seem to be any different. I don't me. see what's different about it. They literally have like a little... Uh, a little uh, a little tag or whatever on their interface where you can switch it back to the old look of the mm-hmm. of the HBO Max before that. I'm like, why would you want anybody to do that in the first place? Just change the entire interface and just commit to this whole change. Now, right now, it just looks weird. I don't see anything different about it at all. One thing I will say, and maybe Ryan, you can contest, and I didn't know, but I downloaded some movies on my phone to okay. watch on the plane. Okay. They expired in two days, and it took really? it back off. Yeah. So you used the HBO Max app, yeah. to put a hard file on your phone, right? I didn't know. I didn't know you could do that. I, so I went back to I, I watched half of Shazam, and I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, I got it for the plane trip back." Right. I went back. This expired two days ago. I'm like, "What? I thought I, I got." I can kind of understand why they would do that because it takes up a lot of memory on your phone. But then again, it's like, man, it's there for a reason. Yeah, if I pay for this, maybe they don't want it. Maybe because it's new. Shazam was new. No, because even once it's released on the streaming service, it's supposed to be there. I got the Tiger Woods documentary on there, and it's been on there ever since. But anything that seemed like it was new, maybe Shazam, they took it off of my phone. Like I couldn't watch it. I don't it. know. That's really weird. Yeah, I, I don't I've know, never maybe... seen someone something expire that fast. It was like, yeah, you had that a twenty four hour uh, time limit on this. Wow. And I went to back to watch it was gone. I got Rambo and I got a couple other things I got on there that I could watch. And I was like, hey, I'm gonna watch this when I get back on the plane. I downloaded it to my phone. I thought it was mine. I guess not. <laughs> Took that shit back off. So I'm like, damn. Okay, one more thing to hate about this yeah. new Max. <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm gonna be Max Ryan. That's something they do. Right? I didn't know about Max, but yeah, I told you about my complaints with the uh, streaming app Voodoo. Voo, I'm sorry, V U D U. Yeah, Voodoo. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all these Blu-rays I have, they said, yeah, if you got the Voodoo app, just enter this code, and you'll have this movie on the Voodoo app for as long until time ends, until you leave the earth. They lied. So as soon as that movie goes on Netflix, you can't watch it on Voodoo anymore. If it's on another streaming service, you can't watch it on Voodoo. So when The Hateful Eight came to Netflix, all of a sudden I was deleted off my Voodoo account. So that's even more reason to invest in physical media for the stuff you love. Because if you count on the streaming services, it can disappear out of nowhere. And yep. I'm still shell-shocked that the name brand that is HBO, which was for at least two decades, in my opinion, considered the top of the mountain when it comes to TV shows with the Oz's, mm-hmm. Sopranos, The Wire, all the way up to Game of Thrones. It, even through even the 90s, those shows were free. Sex in the City, which I never got into, but they, even that had a huge fan base. There's way more name brand stuff tied to HBO as opposed to Cinemax or the Discovery Channel. Yeah. So who's ever this, and I heard for there are some power struggles, but I, if I work for HBO during the 90s, 2000s, and 2010s, and I see that it's called Max now, I would be disgusted because that was HBO alone. This was a certain level of quality that came with it. Even their yeah. original movies were great. Like I said, Man, it, was a, it was a selling point for hotels. Hell yeah, I feel like if really? you had was, HBO you know growing up, you were doing big things. That remember, is a good point. We got HBO. Oh, shit. We're coming over. Like it, My friends used to come over to watch stuff when we were little because we had HBO. Like, y'all got HBO? HBO is a big, big deal. Time. One thing, another thing I want to say. So, like on a plane, if they have an on site on plane entertainment, they don't have TVs no more. Don't have screens to watch. 
you can use your Wi-Fi on the plane and whatever. Um, that has to put, be that airline because they, right. they had the TVs in the back of the seat when I went to Arizona last okay, year. Okay, well, American Airlines, they don't have it like that. Because wow. they, they have, if you have your laptop or your phone, you you take the code and put it in your phone and you watch a movie on your device that they have. So you put in some kind of code and they had like Glory and a couple, like a handful of movies that you could watch and that's at your disposal on the phone or it's your tablet. Pass the time. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So, so it's kind of like a little pay-per-view Yeah, thing. and you can use their their movies that they have on when you you just stream it through their through your tablet or your phone. Yeah, I didn't we didn't have we was American Airlines. They didn't have the back of the seat stuff, but you just I saw a dude watching Glory. I'm like, "Damn, where you get that from?" It's oh yeah, just use the Wi-Fi and they got a lot of movies to watch. So why the, why the hell is white dude watching Glory though? What the hell are you watching this for? <laughs> people getting beaten, shot, and stuff, and he's crying. That's Denzel. a classic movie. Yeah, he's, he's, watching, yeah, watching. he's watching Glory, but I was like, okay, all right. No, he want to watch the good old days. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty dope. I used to, you know, used to remember seeing the screens, and I didn't see any screens. And now it's just on your. You just used your Wi-Fi. Maybe maybe your plane didn't have it. Which plane did y'all get on? I really don't remember, oh. but yeah, they did have TVs on the back. Oh, okay. But uh, you had to pay to watch the content on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, you, uh, it was free just as long as you had your own. And I was trying to show my dad, and he was like, I don't, I don't understand it. So we sitting there with headphones on trying to watch Tiger Woods together because he would refuse to download the app <laughs> on his phone and watch. Man, damn it, dude. You got to get with the times. But uh, yeah, I was. I thought that was pretty unique so different. I hadn't remembered him doing that before. So. Uh, before I forget, uh, rest in peace to Tina Turner. Big yeah, time. that she died when we was in Cali. That was sad. Yeah, apparently, she had a liver cancer or disease or something like that. Well, know, I think she was, was she 83. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty long life. Yeah, it's a good life. That is, actually. And yeah. to be beat up by Ike and all that shit and the stuff she went through and still be the king of, the queen of rock and roll, pretty much, you know. So she's good, man. She was dope. She lived a long life. Yeah. If anything else, rest in peace. Yeah, she did She did have a great documentary of a movie for her with Angela Bassett. And I forgot, I keep forgetting that she was in the Mad Max. Three. She was, she was in, yeah, yeah. Thunderdome. Was that yeah, Road was, Warriors or Thunderdome? Thunderdome, oh, okay. third one. Yeah, I keep forgetting that too. Right. Inspiration for the uh, Tupac, Dr. Dre video, California mm-hmm. knows how to party. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was Thunderdome. Good. Even though I hated that song, that I was still, it that was still a good video. Mm-hmm. Hated the song, loved the video. Look, I, love, I love both actually. Now, any other headlines we miss? Yeah, uh, we all good. We all caught up. I, so. I ain't been paying attention to much because I was out at a campground. Me so, too. I yeah. was in a whole other state. Yeah, you guys had way more exciting weekends than yeah, me. I, I watched The Little Mermaid and shit. I kind of wanted to see it, but this one, didn't have time. Man. Sounds yeah. like you didn't miss out. Sounds like Little Mermaid was still like a pretty solid watch. It, it, it is actually, yeah. The stunning visuals. Uh, it's worth it for that alone and Haley Bailey. Uh, it gets a passing grade. It's, it's pretty incredible. Well hmm. worth it. Well worth it. All right. If we all set up on that. Let's get to our hidden gems right. this week. Right. I'm going to let you go first because I forgot to write mine down, so I'm scatterbrained right now. I appreciate it. Uh, we were talking earlier before the show. I was, Sean was talking about his Fast 10 experience and Jason Momoa. I, I changed it mid-show. So I before we start recording, I was going to put uh, a movie with Sylvester Stallone and Jason Momoa in it called Bullet in the Head from 2012. But my brain got to thinking, and I'm pretty sure I used that one when – the Cinemax Avant first started, and I was just a regular guest at the time. I'm pretty sure I had that. But if you need to see Jason Momoa play an awesome bad guy, Bullet in the Head with Sylvester Stallone is great. That that's a I kind of remember that movie. A very good action movie with it. I, it's just a hitman and cop movie, and it's good. 
yeah, you will you will make you want to hit the gym when you see wrestling on with his shirt off at sixty five <laughs> years old. Like I gotta get my butt in the gym. That's good. But realizing I've used that before, and Tommy giving a shout out to Joshua Jackson. How there's a movie starring his Dawson's Creek castmate that really blew me away when I rented it on DVD at the time. And this is a 2002 movie starring James Vanderbeek. And that is... Oh, crap. Got the lights off. I ain't heard that name in a long time. A long time. Rules of Attraction. uh, 2002 movie. So next time you guys go back and maybe binge watch or just check out some old Quentin Tarantino movies, uh, most of his movies are written by himself and he's the director of. There's only one movie of Quentin Tarantino's career where there's another writing credit associated with it. There's a guy by the name of Roger Avery who worked at a video store with James Cameron. He gets a writing credit on Pulp Fiction. He's actually the guy that came up with the Bruce Willis storyline, according to Quentin Tarantino. Uh, his Roger Avery uh, had a mild career as a writer, but the one movie that he directed that I think is an absolute masterpiece is Rules of Attraction, with James Vanderbeek pretty much banging every girl on a college campus, owing a she's selling weed on the side, and owes the big time drug dealer here, and it is very entertaining, and it was just uh, very unique when it came out. It was something that you really didn't see before the way the story unfolds. Because yeah, the movie starts off and it has one of the best shots I remember in, in movie history, where the movie runs for five minutes then everything goes in reverse to actually get to the opening. So that shot, when you sit down and watch that, that first 10 minutes, you're seeing some of the best filmmaking I've ever seen. Uh, you also get to see Jessica Biel in the early 2000s. If you guys have good memories of her mm-hmm. in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Ooh, yeah. you get uh, to see course. her doing a, a handstand and some uh, booty shorts worth the price of admission alone. Uh, Kate Bosworth, early role for her. Uh, Never a big Kate Bosworth. Fan. She's all right. I wouldn't buy a movie ticket because she's in it. Uh, Fred Savage plays a junkie in this. Um, the guy from American Pie, uh, the one with the mole on his neck. Um, he, I can't even think of who you're talking about right now. Uh, rookie of the Thomas Ian Nichols. Rookie, remember the movie Rookie of the Year? He was pitcher for the Cubs. Yeah, we well, oh, had like the broken arm. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. He was like one of the leads of American Pie. Yeah, he was the one uh, dating that other actress who I can't think of that actress name, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah I know who you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, uh, good movie. I, I, this one's. Don't wait for streaming. If you see this in a discount bin on DVD or Blu-ray, add it to your collection. The Rules of Attraction with James Vanderbeek, 2002, one of the best movies of that decade. Great, great watch. All right. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to take y'all back to 1986. Damn. I'm I'm really digging in the crate on this one. Now, there is one movie I think I brought up in my Hidden Gems that is near and dear to my heart. Do y'all remember you? Do you guys remember me bringing up uh, "Gleaming the Cube" with a uh, Christian Slater? I do not. The skateboarding movie. Yeah, you did. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. All right, now this is the BMX version of that movie, and this movie is called Rad. Rad. This, this is a definite. This gym. this is this is nineteen eighties to a T on <laughs> this one. Now this one stars. Let me make sure I get his name right because I don't think he started anything since then. Not that I can remember. I don't uh, remember this. Bill Allen, uh, Lori Laughlin, who obviously got in trouble for that uh, UCLA uh, admission scandal. Yeah, this, she, she was, was like the mom for off of um, Full House. 
Oh yeah, her, Aunt Becky or whatever. Yeah, Aunt Becky. Yeah, and also uh, Talia Shire, who plays uh, Rocky Balboa's wife. Huh, I, I don't really see her much. I know. I, I, I looked back at. I was like, "Damn, Adrian actually had other movies other than Rocky." Oh, good for her. So basically, this this stars uh just this young man who just has like this dream of like going into like this BMX race and like like what is this becoming all like rich and famous or whatever. I just remember this just because I was eh, I was going through a little phase where back then I thought I could skateboard, I could go on a BMX bike and do all these jumps. So like, if you ain't one of those kids that try to make like a ramp in the alleyway or on the street somewhere, try to jump it. I don't know what kind of childhood you had, but that's the kind of childhood that I had growing up. <laughs> and watching movies like this and Gleam in the Cube made me believe I could skateboard, I could BMX, ride a bike like anybody else. I could do all kinds of tricks. So that's what this movie did to me. So mostly it's just nostalgia. It gave me a great feeling of what it was like to grow up back in the 80s. Looking back at all this stuff, it was just like, oh man, this is just such a great time. Like, granted, if you look at it now, it looks doofy and corny as all get out it is not the kind of movie that you want to go back and look at and say that it was actual classic but it was still a relatively good movie for its time so i had to reference that as being an 86 movie because it really is 80s to the t it's corny as hell you're gonna see some weird ass clothes but overall i remember like the stunts that they did in this movie for like the bikes the same what they did with gleaming the cube by using like tony hawk as like one of the bmx riders as like one of the stunt doubles like this movie right here, I thought it was actually pretty damn solid. So I think if you guys want to go up on Amazon Prime, I believe it's available. I think you guys can go out and watch uh, Rad. So yeah, that'll be my hidden gem this week. Huh. Cool. Um, that's different. I never heard of that one. But that I probably would loved it if I saw it in nineteen ninety. Oh, if I would have saw it in the nineties, you could count me oh, in. Yeah, five year old me probably would have loved that. That sounds really great. Yeah, there's a bunch of those movies that was out like that. You know, back summer movies that we would watch. Yeah, because I think Cinemax. it was around. <laughs> I think it felt like it came around the time. What's that one movie uh, that you brought up with Charlie Sheen? Where it was the with Rafe. The... Yeah. yeah, it's like movies like that. Like yeah. you just you love it for a whole other reason, not because yeah. it was like a great storyline per se, but it's just like it appealed to our <laughs> our teenage brain or our young like ten eight year old brain or whatever that was trying to watch something at that time. We just thought it looked cool. That's all it was. Huh. I got one um, with uh, Robert De Niro. Um, it's called Dirty Grandpa. Have y'all seen Dirty I remember Girl? that one. Ephron, remember the preview for it? 2016. Well, that was another one I watched. In had, the uh, yo, had your girl in there, right? Uh, 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 Audrey, Audrey Plaza. Audrey Plaza. Really? Okay. okay. She's, she's hilarious. She's funny, but she, she funny. always plays slutty characters. You know what I mean? Like, she's that perfect sucker in the mouth. You know what I mean? Slutty like, or slutty, what's that yeah. one chick that always had, like, the black hair? I think she was at, like, the... Damn. What's, what's that Netflix show with the, the Marvel show? Was it uh, something Jones or something like that? Oh, I know Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, thank okay. you. Yeah, like both. she had like the black hair. She always like plays like the bitchy side yeah, character, yeah, or the bitchy yeah. best friend, or something like yeah. that. Like Audrey Plaza, she did have, she does have a reputation to be like the slutty. She's very. She plays it good because Big she's time. slutty as hell in this again. Uh, Zach Efron plays like a lawyer who's uptight, and he's he has to go pick his grandpa up. I think they were going on vacation. Somehow they end up in Florida because I was kind of watching it. I've seen it, but I had never seen the whole thing. This is funny. Bob De Niro had me rolling. Zach Efron is his grandson, and he's you know tying the show shirt and the knot, got it on there. And and Rob De Niro just you know at the end of his life, and he don't give a damn. He's just trying to get some head and some booty from young girls. And, right. Yeah, and he's taking him somewhere. I think he was trying to take him. I, I can't remember where they were going. I think I missed that part. But they ended up in Florida at like some frat parties and shit on the beach and shit. And it's just hilarious. Him, Aubrey Plaza playing that slutty character is one of the girls he's like trying to hook up with. 
and they all him and Zach Efron like like trying to tag team Aubrey Plaza and her friend. It's real funny. I'm he loving be, this cast. Oh, it's real funny. He be just. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't seen this yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't. I'm real pretty He's too. trying to uh, toughen Zach Efron up because his dad like babied him, and he was calling. You know, his his Robert De Niro's the grandpa, so he's calling his dad, a, you know, a bitch and a pussy and all that. And he's like, "You can't be like your pussy ass dad and shit like that. You're gonna be tough." And he gets him high and drunk. He wake up naked on the beach and shit. You know, it was hilarious. I don't like Zach Efron that much. I liked him in this type of role. That worked for me. That neighbor's role when he, in this type of role where he is good. I'm he, telling he, you, he, he watched works. that surfer movie with him in the rock. Oh, Baywatch. Bay, yeah, yeah, Baywatch. You got you will be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that know, was hilarious. I think they take that, you know, he's a nice looking guy. He's got a nice body. They use that, of course, but when he's being goofy and he he's playing off with Robert Nero in this movie, <coughs> I thought it did a good job. <coughs> Them two made a nice little duel. And it's hilarious. Aubrey Prazer, like we said, we talked about. I like her. Like she's always slutty, but I liked her in this uh, also. Uh, it's a good little comedy. It's it's, it's fun to see Robert De Niro on there. It's got um, uh, uh, Danny Glover in there for just a little bit. He's in there just for a little bit. Well, he's still working. Yeah, he's wait. Uh, he was. He was Robert De Niro's friend in the. Uh, they put him in a um, old people home, and that's why Robert De Niro trying to do all the fun stuff because he feel like he's going to go into an old people's home and just die. And all his friends are dead, and he's just trying to live it up. And get, I don't yeah. know why I don't remember Danny Glover. In yeah, that he movie. was in the old people that. home. Yeah, because yeah. I know they came out with it's kind of like how they did with the um, the damn jackass movie. They had like a regular version of it, mm-hmm. and then they had like an, un- an underrated. Yeah, yeah three point five. And why don't we think about it? That was an underrated era back then, where they had like a regular version of that. Then they yeah. had like the. Like an uncut, uncut, unrated, uncut unrated version, version of glorious those. DVD. Era. I don't know. I if love this it. one was uncut, but uh, Danny Glover's in there just for a little bit, and that's like a, I said, that's the big thing. He's trying to keep him, or he's trying to keep himself from going into a cra- uh, old people's home. He's still trying to be young, and um, it, it's a good time. I enjoyed it. We watched that too because we had a lot of time to watch stuff in between rehearsal and stuff like that, and going out to eat. We watched uh, Dirty Grandpa. That's on Netflix. Uh, it came out twenty sixteen. Rob De Niro and not this ain't Goodfellas Rob De Niro. This is much goofier. Those days are over. Those days are over. He's just almost not meet the Fockers, not meet the parents. This is this is different. Rob De Niro. He's 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 unchained in this one. I kind of liked it. I so, do still like yeah. him. It is like his comedy. Roles. Yeah, he's playing a he's, comedy. He's great still. In comedy role. Yeah. So give this one a try. Twenty sixteen on Netflix called Dirty Grandpa. Him and Zac Efron and Arby Plaza. A couple other people I've seen. Little quick uh, glimpse of uh, Danny Glover, and that's about it. So, but a good time, to say the less. So. Sweet. Yeah, I remember that preview like the back of my hand. Yeah, I never funny. got around to watch it. Yeah. I'm glad you reminded me. He'd be disgracing Zach Efron. You, you a bitch. <laughs> like, a little bitch. That's like, no, like, he wasn't doing anything right now. Not at one, all. Dude. He was just too uppity. He had never done nothing in life other than go to school. He's like, what'd you do for spring break? I just studied. God damn, you're a bitch. He's like, just <laughs> disgracing him. Like, what do you mean, man? I gotta be this. He's trying to be a lawyer and he's just disgracing him about it. You gotta live your life. And of course, uh, they. Get outside of themselves. So, yeah. Well, shit. I wish I had a grandpa that was like that. I know he was fun. I mean, the first part you walk in and he's beating his meat. Like he's like, what the hell? Yeah. Like they show Rob De Niro doing not in the action, but that's what he's doing. And he's like, damn. Listen, our grandpa's freaky. You know, (laughs) that's why you still having kids. Yeah, I mean, apparently, you know, he's like they're watching the porno with the volume down. He walked right in. Oh man, (laughs) that sounds awesome. (laughs) So yeah, get out of try. It's funny for sure. Good deal, man. Another great week. We're going to have time. another great weekend. We're going to have a busy-ass month, y'all. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a busy-ass month. Right? And, and if y'all want to play something, 
uh, uh, playing something special. Just remember, my birthday is next week on Pod Day. Oh yeah, Ryan, you want to buy me from today? Yeah, you want to buy me some tickets? Right. I ain't gonna turn down no free tickets, man. Shit, I ain't turning down yeah, nothing. I, I, I owe you big time, so yes, I got you covered. Yeah. I will have a paycheck before then, at least. So June, I got you hooked up. June six. June six. Okay. Thirty nine. Uh, I'm about to say I, I have no oh, idea. Oh, you definitely deserve a present. Yeah, last year in your thirties, you got to get it. Oh man. yeah, that's the last run in the thirties. Shit. I'm about to say my birth my birthdays don't really mean that much to me. It is only like the milestone birthdays. Like when I hit thirty, after that, it's like damn, man, it's all downhill yeah, yeah. from here. Next forty is you know, a milestone though. Forty is. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah, it is. Yeah, celebrate last year in the thirties. That's worth celebrating. I'm about to say when I'm in my forties, I'm always like, all right, man, that's why I'm going to have like a a bunch of disposable money. I can go out and get like a party boat or something like that, or just do something that'll just that'll be more you know pleasant for me to do out there. You know, go get go drinking or do something crazy. Like, not go to Vegas. I have I still told you I have no desire to go to Vegas. You I think like it, it more than you think though, because maybe. you get past the gambling part of it, and you know. That's what you're gonna see, but there are other things. Yeah, that, it's just it's yeah. just uh, a joy for the senses. Yeah, uh, yeah you're yeah, gonna yeah. see. Yeah, the, the hotels are spectacular. Right, they set up for entertainment. Oh but, yeah, and, yeah. And, the and, buffets, the places to eat. Oh great, incredible, great, great shows. You can go Circus Soleil. You can take yeah, your wife. they got that Michael Jackson show. I want to see. Yeah, that. I wanted to see the Michael Jackson <clears throat> show too. But they always have like somebody to, who's like a mainstay, like. I don't, you wouldn't want to watch like Barry Manilow, but they have yeah, uh, Usher. Usher, Usher, Usher yeah. was in Caesar's Palace when we were there. I wouldn't be mad at like a yeah. residency. Yeah, yeah, that would be dope. Even that, or see like a good comedy show because yeah. I, I always wanted to see that used uh, to be a big deal. I always wanted to see George Wallace. Right, he's there a lot. Or you could do like a uh, you can go to um, uh, the Grand Canyon, or you can go to the Hoover Dam. You can take tours, and they have stuff like that where you can do. Where if you don't want to gamble, you can find other things to do. There's a so, shit ton, a to, shit ton to do. Shit ton to to do. Like it's a lot to do other than just gamble. I mean, of course, that's the main attraction, but there's a lot of other stuff. So. All right, I'm sure I'll find something. Yeah. All right, let's take us out, man. Because drink. He always says a tone for me. It's gonna be a nice, relaxing summer, mm-hmm. right? I'm wishing you the best summer ever. I think you deserve to have like a really good summer I at this point. I need it. I, hopefully it starts Thursday because I've been waiting for this movie for so damn long. I hope this movie is everything that you anticipated, Dave. Same here. I'm hoping that it's not going to be a disappointment. It, I don't think it can be a disappointment, in my opinion, because the first one was so great. All you got to do is just pretty much give us the same shit that we wanted from the last time. Or just make it half as good. Just make it half as good. And the, the marketing for this has been incredible. I thought the marketing for the first one was pretty lackluster. I really was not excited at all. But, uh, yeah, word of mouth carried that first one to being a box office hit. I think this one's going to be huge, actually. I think a lot of people who didn't who missed out on the first one in the theaters, like myself, they're going to see it. Well, I hope you all y'all have a good weekend. Uh, Sean, I was trying to see if I can make it out tomorrow. I have to see if I got some no-dos okay. at the Man. crib. I'm going to have to start drinking coffee because I'll probably be tired as hell. I'll let you know we may not even go, so we'll see. Uh, I'm glad you're something to do. Yeah, that's a lot, nice little drive just to go on a not even a weekend, so uh, they come back. It's not bad, but yeah, we'll I don't see. mind. I'll, I'll just have to decide if I'm going to go there, take my son, maybe see if my wife want to go. Yeah, it's a horror movie too. On top of that, so yeah, so we'll see. Right. Well, I hope all y'all have a good weekend. You know, remember like, share, subscribe to this episode. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram. Start sharing our information with your friends and family. Help grow the audience, and hopefully, you guys have a good summer weekend this weekend. So go out and watch something. Have a good weekend, guys. All right. Good night. Strange now I'm the guy that know them strippers by their real names, Rochelle.